We live on a placid island of ignorance. I'm Arthur O'Higgins, Arctic Explorer. You've probably heard of me. In the midst of black seas of infinity. Do you feel the call to adventure? Be quite frank, sir. I... My preference is to remain in my laboratory. You're about to flee to Antarctica. You don't want to end up like your buddy on the floor over there. You're going to answer some questions. And it was not meant that we should voyage far. Oh, boy! <laughs> The 1930 Miskatonic Antarctic Expedition concluded in disgrace and tragedy. Bear witness as the Starkweather-Moore Expedition sheds light on the unsound minds of the past and the terror that awaits at the cold wastes in Chaosium's epic campaign. Guys, we just murdered someone. They could be working for Lexington. Quite frankly, this is all quite exciting. It's like a Christie novel. Welcome to Beyond the Mountains of Madness. I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everybody who's interacting on our Instagram and our website. Thank you to the Instagram accounts here. Tiago Margarita, Papa Crow, uh, Dexters, Morgan, uh, Tormala, uh, Maddie, Leo, Mitch, Lauren, Stephens, Kate, Aaron, Cecil, Terrence, Chris, Charles, Fluffboy, and Mag Bannikin. Mug Bannikin. Thank you all for participating. And don't forget, anybody can go check out through our website, our Google Drive, where we have all the handouts from this session, of which there are many. Thank you and enjoy. Eugene, take it away with a recap if you can. All right. Well, I've got a bunch of notes. Let me see if I can put this together. So. Um, Hubert and Eugene um, were pursuing the note writer through Times Square. They received that, that odd note, ended up at the Church of St. Malachi, um, saw a man running from the pews, tried to kind of stop him and corner him and talk to him, weren't able to do it. Um, talked to the uh, priest um, and got a little bit more information. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Evelyn picked up Captain Douglas. Uh, my note says didn't go great. Uh, I think that there was some there was some uh, hostility in the conversation um, from on the part of the good captain. Um, meanwhile, uh, Arthur, I think was, I think I, I have it as Arthur and Daisy were out drinking at the Purple Cup with the the crew who were rather unsettled about all of the findings that we had made about missing equipment and whatnot. Um, then the next day, uh, looks like there was lunch, and the captain was explaining uh, what happened on the previous expedition. Um, the, uh, I have a note that there was a Detective Hansen at headquarters, um, and that we could, uh, phone him. Um, I think it was, that was in reference to the strange note. Um, and the and the uh, parishioner that left the pew. Um, the next day, continued the boat inventory in the library. Um, uh, somebody was reading the Dyer report. Um, Lexington and Starkweather have a previous history. Um, in the boat inventory, uh, Eugene and Tony uh, found shovels and film equipment, but not enough film and chemicals. The library, then uh, somebody was reading... Um, 
have the note is A.G. Pym, um, which I think was the author of a, uh, it was a ghost, a ghost-written story attributed to Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, it's a sailing journey from the 1820s where he travels to a far south island that is very odd and ends short without kind of an unfinished um, and it, there's a question as to whether or not it is fiction um, the Lexington Library may have additional strange books um, but we'd have to go there and I think that's uh, far out on uh, the island if I'm not mistaken on Long Island uh, yeah Lex Lexington Estate yep uh, and Eugene and Tony continuing on the ship saw a group of people uh, who were kind of getting instigated by uh, Henning um, and uh, Moore agreed to get more film um, kept trying to find that parishioner the person who left the note um, but couldn't find him at the church in the middle of the night there was a slam door in the hall some conversation about the captain um uh, I have it as, I think it's O'Higgins found a letter to Lexington um, yes. on uh, the desk of, I believe that was uh, Dr. Moore, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I did not write that down. Uh, and then finally, we come to find out that Captain Douglas is dead. Murdered. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well done. I don't have anything uh, super major that you missed other than there was the specifics of the library findings. There was some added content that you've got, which I think are uh, all in the chapter one news handout section. Um, chapter one handout section in the news folder. There were some news articles you got about the father of Acacia Lexington, about the, the woman herself, Acacia, uh, and about uh, that uh, his death, the father's death, all tied in there. Um, dire report. Oops, I shared it to the wrong spot. Cool. The famed sea captain murdered. We've got that here um, to be read as needed. You all came to find this article as you headed into the Rose Room this morning at 8 a.m. start time. You'll find that the entire room is buzzing with conversation about this exact news article, uh, newspapers present. Notably lacking from the room are Starkweather and more as of yet. Uh, I would say, uh, Evelyn, you, you are likely to be most shocked about this having just met the man. Is there anything you are looking to do immediately following this discovery, reading this news article? Yeah, um, who's currently... A little bit of feedback there. Do I have you too loud? No. Little bit. That's okay. I have a suggestion. Why don't you go down the corner and identify the body or you can take a look at it. <laughs> All right, I'll <laughs> I don't know if that's what Evelyn would do, but maybe Arthur <laughs> can go do that. Um, well, you I was saw him, I didn't. That's fair. That is fair. That is fair. Um, who's currently in the room with us? Oh, the uh, a huge portion of the expeditioning crew. So a bunch of the science staff are present. You don't see a lot of the ship crew because you would expect, per usual, most of them are off at the ship. Uh, working through technicians, pilots, they're all there. Uh, you can find one of the few senior-ish people that you have interacted with so far 
which would be, uh, I don't know about senior, but Dr. Richard Green. Dr. Mm. Green is kind of unique in his role as a doctor. He exists a little bit outside the hierarchy of, of order. You could find him as a, as a leader or any of the other yeah. characters you've met as far as scientists go. I just want to ask around and see if anyone knows what happened. I mean, yeah. preferably I'd talk to more in Starkweather, but they're MIA. They're MIA. Uh, often, if you don't see them here, you can find more at the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you choose to do that. But, I'll, yeah. I'll ask Dr. Green first. Sure. Uh, Dr. Green is sitting at a table, also looking, pouring over his newspaper uh, with the same headlines. And he looks up and says, oh, uh, uh, Miss Bentz, uh, troubling news this morning, huh? Indeed. I, I, I can't believe it. Um, I just talked to him yesterday. It's a shock. What's going on? Um, with the uh, you've just we everybody's just discovering for the first time that the supposed captain of your your uh, expedition has been found dead. Oh, I heard, I heard Miss Bentz was it yeah, directed yeah. at me. Oh, sorry, I said Miss Bentz. Oh, my last Walker. name's Walker. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, sorry. You were you were talking to Evelyn. Right. That is so goddamn sexist of you. <laughs> it is. There's two women and I well, that's on the record. You now. botched it. I botched yeah. it. Um uh, Miss Miss Wa it, it really it's actually Dr. Green that botched it. It really wasn't me. Um <laughs> Dr. Green's oh right, uh, uh Miss Walker, excuse me. Um Yeah, I, I uh I'm finding out with you here just the same. I didn't even know the announcement had come in, I think, yesterday, but I didn't pay too much attention that he was going to be our captain. Um, it says murdered? Murdered? Uh, Do we know? Is there any... Have you talked to Starkweather or more or anyone like that about what has happened? I I was just asking around that same thing myself i was i had a meeting scheduled with more this morning 7 30 i was going to go over some of the food ration plans and yeah haven't been able to find the man hmm. have you checked the ship no i'm planning to head to the ship soon uh i assume most of us are only problem is have you seen outside yet no i haven't I suggest you go out the back way. The reporters know we're here. Um, gotcha. And they are swarming the front doors. Well, thank you so much, sir. And then I'm going to dip, and I want to book it to the ship. Yeah. You, uh, Higgins, you and uh, Walker... Arthur and Evelyn were both present the night before peeking out the doorway and looking to see when that argument was happening. Uh, it's feasible that that might have been when Moore and Starkweather first discovered what was going on. So the two of you both were probably have a notable interest in this. I want to compare notes here. Um, but, but what is the... Uh... Do you think so this happened at the thump at night happened... Well, that so argument where the two of them disappeared seemed to be in a... Uh... Oh, so you think they might have heard about this earlier? 
Yeah, that or they were not hearing it for the for first time. No, yeah. not, not that they're responsible. But, uh, who, who else is heading straight to the ship? To the what? To the ship. Who wants Probably to Probably Daisy. Yeah. I'm going to do my own investigation. I'm going to try to find this fishing boat Bristol and talk to Thomas Gregory and Phil Jones. <laughs> Something. Uh... I, I think Eugene would, would go back to the churches and try to see if he could find that. The note writer. It's going to be kind of like stuck in his, almost stuck in his teeth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same. Same for Hubert. Understandable. So, if we have people that are going to investigate on the captain, I would like to pursue uh, that investigation on Lexington. So, I will call my editor to get me an interview the. Yeah, this week before Lexington, Lexington's departure, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. You can put in a word with your editor at, the, at Nat Geo and ask around. Hope that they uh, they get some some connections on the back end. Oh, unless somebody from the party will like me to do something else, which they find more useful, I'm open to any ideas, of course. You can come with me and go talk to the sailors. Yeah, say again, please. I'm going to go talk in the newspaper article mentions two sailors who saw the crime, it looks like. So I was going to go talk to them to see if I get any more information from them. Well, if you want, I can tag along. I just need to make have, a They always uh, help to have two sets of eyes on things. Okay, I'll go with Arthur then. Uh, All right. my, my editor will be only... Uh, Quick call, you know, it's not going to take that long. Yeah, yeah. Your your editor will uh, will be happy with the plan and let you know he'll he doesn't he's not familiar with the Lexington family, but that he's going to ask around in the office and see if anybody knows any of the expedition contacts or otherwise to try to get a hold of them. You can even give okay, the information perfect. you know that uh, both Lexington is in New York and also supposedly uh, her expedition ship, the Tallahassee, is in. Still parked somewhere in New York. You can. You can I have one more question. Them. I guess this is directed at Evelyn. Did you tell us that you met the ship captain and what his name was and everything? Or did you keep that quiet? Good question. I, I don't remember. I think I might have at the end of the night, but I'm not sure. I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a secret. Like I don't think it was a secret at the point where he showed. No. Up. Everybody kind of no. did. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there was um. Yesterday, there was an press there was on. an announcement in the press. Can that can anybody is anybody going to speak with Stark Weather and Moore and ask if they have a replacement on the way? <laughs> I mean, I know it's well, his body is still warm, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, we need a new captain. <laughs> um, Daisy and I are going to talk to them. Excellent. Just remember that, you know, because I believe it could be, you know, important. Mm -hmm. okay. Ladies have to stick together. Hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. So uh, you guys are heading to the ship. It's all good 
Uh, heading over, you find that it's just as much hustle and bustle as usual. The uh, crates being brought in seem to be finding homes a little faster now. Uh, the ship is clearly filling up. A lot of the larger crates that you, know, you were told uh, of the last 24 or 48 hours, they brought in some of the airplane parts and uh, whatnot. Those seem to have been loaded away. Um, starting to look a little thinner on the dock side of things. Progress is being made. Uh, Moore is not out on the docks, but if you think to look, he is inside his usual uh, his usual home of the warehouse where you all had some prior meetings with him. He is uh, sitting alone, looking over some paperwork. He'd like to go up and talk to Moore. Daisy, do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Go for it, Evelyn. Ah, all right. Um, so I'm going to walk up to Moore and say, "Can I? Can I be like super dramatic about it and slam the paper down in front of him and say, I heard the news?" Absolutely. He, uh, um, he's very startled, slamming that paper down. You, he was clearly engrossed in whatever he was working on. He glances up to see who you are. Rhythm. Yes. Uh, he says, oh, Evelyn, yeah, uh, not a good time. Uh, this is, this is so unfortunate. Do we know... What happened? I mean, he was, I left him at the um, hotel. He was going to go to bed. Like, Hey guys, I got to step out for, excuse me. I'm sorry, but I got to step out for a second. Just want to let you're you know. You're good. Uh, Daisy, unfortunately, there's still a little feedback coming from your end. Solution is there, but um, yeah, keep going, Evelyn. Um, like that's everything. Yeah, just more. More says what happened. I I know about as much as you. I. You met the man. We um, I I should share. We found out. I guess late last night, there was some incident. Um with some unknown person out by the water. Um, seems that there was some sort of brawl or possibly a, a full-on heated argument. Stories are unclear at this point. Um, pretty sure he fell in the water and... Uh, was kind of hanging on to life there for a second. Um, but when they eventually fishermen found him, they brought him in. He was gone. He was already gone by the time they got him. I don't know that he had anything to say after his, his fall. It sounds like he hit his head pretty bad. It's just it's terrible. terrible. I, I put him up in the Westbury. I can't help but feel somewhat responsible. We brought this man all the way here. It's it really isn't terrible. 
Well, the question remains, who's going to be captaining the ship? We have some backup ideas. I Right now, we've got a Captain Redenberg that comes from... He's got a long history as an active sailor. He has no past ties to the uh, any of the other expeditions, but he's done Arctic work before. We feel good about him. It's just about who we can get here uh, in the next day or two and who's willing to jump on this this journey with such little notice. Right and now, it's... no one's willing? Say that again? I said, and if no one's willing? We will find somebody. The number of people that are interested in joining an expedition that might represent some of the most groundbreaking scientific discoveries of our era, that's doable. The question is on us to find somebody of quality and preparedness that, that we're excited about and that we trust. The, there are people that want to come on this journey. That's not in doubt. If worst case scenario, we have to delay by a couple days, stark weather will be raving, but what other choice do we really have? Right now we look, Stark Weather's convinced we're going to be able to find somebody. My guess is that he's putting in some, he's maybe putting in some extra funding between the, the, the group of us here, uh, and he might be offering to pay for some aspect of the captain's journey, if that's what it takes to get a, a quality one, but so far unclear. I wish I had better answers for you, but I'm honestly, I've got to contact this man's family, uh, the police, uh, got attention from them, trying to understand what he was doing here. It's it's really not what I needed, not what any of us needed, and certainly not what Douglas's family needed right now. Well, thank you for sharing. We appreciate it. I know you're grieving as well. Wasn't close to the man, but we had met several times over the last six months uh, in preparation. It was touch and go for a while, whether we thought we were going to get him to join us. And I feel like I might have been the one to, to push him over the edge to join us. Uh, well, pardon my phrasing there, but yeah. It's a hard That day. was messed up. <laughs> Um, God, Kyle, that's cruel. That was an accident. I realized after the <laughs> fact that I said pushed him over the edge. Um, All right. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Um, all right. Well, thank you for sharing. You did not cause this. You were not the one to push him in the water, I assume. So it is not your fault. Um, Keep us updated on any police reports, please. You want to make a a, a psychoanalysis uh, check, Evelyn? Mm, yes. You might be able to actually get a, a little bit of a recovery out of. Uh, did he push him over the edge? He did not. No. My psychoanalysis is hella low, but okay. Psychoanalysis no. is to affect some psychological change. In oh. Person. Nice. <laughs> So yeah, you see, you see, there's a little bit, 
back straightening and a little bit of a brightness to his face that comes back after hearing you tell him that. Seems like you may have given him some words of comfort for the moment. Fantastic. Good to know. Um, that being said, uh, anything else to ask more at this point? Anybody? Nothing I can think of. Anybody have any ideas? You better make sure that we get someone because they're going to be issues if this is some idiot who don't know what he's doing. I hear you. I know. And no matter what, I, I feel extremely competent. Uh, I feel that our the rest of our crew is extremely competent. I, I have no concerns over anybody else that's involved with the, the running of the ship. Um, it's just uh, this last piece to the puzzle. It seems like the puzzle gets a little bigger every day, but I think this is once we get through this i hope smooth sailing uh, if you'll just okay, excuse me. i know daisy's being a little bit callous right now but like <laughs> no it makes sense at this no, point sense. she's more worried about whether or not they're going to survive on this expedition of course and hey you As want, she should right and you want you want an experienced pilot running your your engine right i mean you don't want somebody that's exactly. going to be uh, some captain that's going to come in and screw Daisy with Daisy also has personal stakes in it. Right, right. right. Uh, heading out of that um, warehouse, if, if you do so, you're met with a man who is sitting... Uh, on a crate next to the doorway he sees the two of you exiting and stands up uh, says uh, nice to meet you both uh, am I right Look, talking to uh, Daisy and Evelyn here Miss Walker, Miss Bence yes indeed hey, Daisy Bence the man in front of you is uh, wearing Everything beige, uh, nice tall hat. He's got a serious face, looks to be likely in his 30s, maybe later 30s. Got a kind of a rough quality to him. Um, he introduces himself as Detective Hansen. Says, uh, not to get in the way of what I'm sure are both busy days for you. Uh, just looking to ask some questions. I, I heard that uh, Miss Walker, you may have had some more interactions with with uh, our unfortunately departed Captain Douglas. Is that true? Yes. He's got a notepad yeah. and a pen out. I, I was ordered to pick him up from the train station just the other day, uh, yesterday. And I brought him back to okay. his hotel and got to speak with him about his past um, expeditions and things like that. And then I left him there and that was the westbury hotel is that correct yes yes did he talk to you about any plans that he had had for the following couple days 
No, nothing. Um, Any, anything he was going to do he, that night? Any people he was going to meet? or Not that I am reading through my notes and nothing that I wrote down, no. Nothing that I remember. He, um, he was, for some reason, he had taken a bit of a walk and I'm, I'm trying to track his movements for the last last couple hours of his life, how he ended up by the water. It seemed that he mm -hmm. at some point left the hotel. Uh, I have uh, 8 p.m., but the, the doorman was kind of, didn't have a good good estimate. Uh, have you any idea, did he have friends or family in the city? Um, no, n none that I was aware of. I, I just met the man yesterday and he uh, told course, me about right. his, his previous expedition um, to the Antarctic and we talked about that for a little bit um, and then that was it no, that was really it he'll uh, look over to you Daisy and say uh, so um, any idea you, you, you either of you here possibly what the relationship was like between him and some of the other Expedition members? How how were he and Starkweather? He and Moore? I wouldn't know. I didn't know the guy. Oh. <laughs> I, uh... I knew he talked to Moore, or Starkweather, once towards the beginning, uh, when they initially tried to get on board, but he talked to Moore more frequently than Starkweather. Okay. He also didn't want any involvement with the press. Mm, yeah, well... Irony there. Um, interesting. Okay. Well, I appreciate both your times. You're staying at the Amherst, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, sir. Yeah. I believe so. All right. I'm sorry for what is, I think, your loss more than a lot of the other expedition members, Miss Walker. Thank you. We can bring some peace to his brother and um, I, I'm I'm going to be looking into this for the next couple of days. Hopefully not longer than that. Best of luck. Please keep us updated on the investigation. All right. Uh, switching over. Um, Hubert and Eugene, you're both interested in looking after the, the note writer you were saying? Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't know if Eugene's back, but, um... Yeah. If we are switching to someone else, I will write back. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You are looking to go back to one of the churches, or what, what are you thinking for the day? For, to look into that. Yeah, to the, uh, to, to the Church of St. Malachi's, just to, um, see if, see if our man ever came back. Um, you, uh, you are, is there anything that you would be doing to avoid as you're walking through the streets and walking out of the Amherst, um, to avoid media attention or do you think that would even be on your radar? Uh, I think that there was some media attention post the Douglas death outside the building. I think that would be on my radar and I think I would be. I would probably 
would there be like a um a back exit to the hotel because i would definitely take that yeah and um, if you ask uh you could ask one of the front desk people or somebody else and they, they would tell you that there's absolutely multiple back entrances you could find to the hotel yeah so i would definitely like maybe one that opens on to you know an, another street or, or something just so i wouldn't uh back, crash. Back. okay yeah the back <laughs> yeah um makes sense to me you you can head on out and escape uh much of the throng the reporters are not desperate enough at this point to be watching back entrances um Heading on over to St. Malachi's, you find it's the same priest hanging out at the front, and he'll see you and he'll say, oh, I assume, I'll assume for now that um, Eugene is with you. He'll say, hello, boys. Uh, what can I do for you today? Same business? Yes, uh, same business, I'm afraid. Uh, is he, has he, the man returned at all? Not here. I, uh, I did put out a word to some of the other churches in the area that I, for whatever help that would be, I, I warned them that he caused a bit of disturbance here and they might want to be uh, keeping an eye out, making sure parishioners are safe and such, but so far I've heard nothing. It seems mm. you scared the god out of the man. Well, yes, I suppose so. Well, Thank you for your time. I do fear this may be something of a of a dead end. Um, I wish I could do more for you. Did I hear in the yes. news that you recently lost uh, one of your expedition members? Yes, our captain. Terrible. Uh, yes, he was found dead uh, just just last night. You murdered, if you can believe it. Uh, murdered in New York. Well, unfortunately, especially down by the the docks uh, south in the city, it's not always the safest of areas to be walking around at night. Yes, yeah, certainly, certainly, and yeah, I just can't imagine why he would. Uh know how this would have happened terrible well, just please uh two of you be safe as you're walking around yes yeah, certainly thank you thank you you all my prayers with that door seemingly closed what is there any any other leads you'd like to follow or what are you thinking Hubert. Uh, I'm thinking I kind of want to head to the uh, to the docks, um, just to see if I because uh, that's where um, Arthur was was headed, right? Uh, the which docks? Like you mean over where he was killed or he was found? Yes. I guess. Yeah. 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 That's where I I would be heading next. Sorry, Tony, were you heading to... Which docks were you heading to? Were you following Arthur? Yes, actually, I uh, 
I am tagging along Arthur. Okay, cool. So Arthur, Tony, I mean, I, and eventually yeah. Eugene and, and Hubert. Uh, oh, Eugene, I guess we'll decide when he comes back, but three of you. You, uh, you can ask around in the southern part. You don't know. You, you're not as familiar with the area as, say, Evelyn might be, having spent some time around there. You, you find that there is a little bit of a commercial uh, fisher vibe to this southern part of New York here. There's the Purple Cup that you went to, which is a bit of a speakeasy that's pretty openly accepted by the dock workers and fishermen of the area as well as some of your own crew you know. Um, there's clearly some docks, and you could take some time to look for the boat names, possibly. What are what, what alleys are you, you diving through, the three of you? First, you yeah, I mean, we'll just doing? start asking sailors if they know where the, the, the Bristol's docked. Probably seen it every day. Get yeah. it out. Yeah, and just, just that, that is very reasonable. Uh, roll a uh, a luck roll on that, Arthur. See if how quickly you find the right contact here. Oh. Look at that, right in the nose. <laughs> That's a very economical roll. Nice. Uh, it doesn't take much, um, especially because of all the throng of uh, the events of last night, and there's still a bit of an active crime scene. Uh, in, in the sense that the police are coming by and by. The fishermen have noticed, and they can point their way, or your way over. The the dock that this, um, uh, that this uh, body was found under, um, Gregor and Jones, it will be right over by the uh, Manhattan Bridge, so a little bit west of the Purple Cup. As you're approaching, Tony, Arthur, Hubert, uh, you, you get the sense that there seems to be some media t activity that's going around here. There's interviews taking place. Tony, you would know this just kind of by sight easily. That the, right. some, some of the people walking around, there seems to be some pictures being taken. I'll approach uh, any, you know, any photographer around the area there and ask, hey, 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 what do you know? What's all the fuss about? Uh, who are we looking at here? Um, are you doing anything to disguise or present your involvement in the expedition? Me? Yes. No. Like, are you saying, no. like, I am part of the crew and I'm asking around? Or oh, oh, no. I'm not going to... I am not going to openly say okay. that I'm part of the crew, but if asked around, I will try a fast talk to avoid uh, giving an answer. Sure. The uh, first guy, uh, he says, yeah, I got sent here by my editor. I don't know. It seems I died. We're trying to find the fishermen. I got some interviews with them this morning, but it seems like they've up and left the scene. Didn't want to stick around, have the boat taking pictures of over and over again. I guess they're out on the water now. You, do, do you know where they are now, right now? I think they're out. Uh, I don't know. They went, they went up towards the bay. Uh, like trying to get away from it all. But they're bound right, to come back you. eventually. Okay, thank you. I'll give this information to Arthur and Eugene. And Hubert. And I, oh, sorry, I Hubert this way. Guys, yes. um, where was the body found? Is it here? Uh, more or less, yeah. We, uh, I guess, and uh, this dock right here? 
Yeah. They were like, body washed up. Came probably from the uh, way the water moves, I'd say. A little farther uh, east. Towards up the river, but... It's... Has anybody looked under the dock? It's been up and around all morning, yeah. And I, I, we, we, I, I tried to get some pictures. Hard to, hard to get a good spot uh, to take a photo down there. Yeah, I'll take off my fur hat and try to look down below. Sure. The dock. Uh, you... Uh... Oh, go ahead. Only as a sorry, only as a pure role playing. May I suggest a good spot for a photography and throw a photography roll for this guy? Oh sure. Oh my. <laughs> that's not gonna. That's not gonna quite do it. Yeah, he. If anything, he's actually now starting to ask you about your involvement, uh, uh, Tony. Are you interested in photography? What? You here for one of the papers or something? Oh yes, I work for the Nat Geo. Huh. I'm, I'm Tony's. Uh, well, I'm doing a report for the Nat Geo. How about yourself? Oh, I yeah, I work for the Repost. I'm trying to get some some scoop. Murders or something, but murders of a already highly publicized expedition. That's a little more interesting. Murder of an old man in a fishing dock. That's even weirder. Uh, well, I see what I can get uh, through here. If you excuse me. Yeah. I'll go. Arthur, to your, you hang, <laughs> turn over and get a view. Um, you can see where there's actually a police officer under the dock currently. Um, that is, it's not... He seems to be taking notes of the area. Uh, there's a small blood stain that he's standing and looking directly at, so it doesn't really take a spot hidden to find. You're also getting a waft of the smell of what it's what it's like to be sticking your head under a New York river dock. Um, a blood stain where? On the side of the dock? Uh, on the rocks below um, where this policeman is standing. There's a little bit of a, sh almost like a shoreline on the river here that breaches uh, uh, and it seems like that may have been where the body uh, found rest that's pretty odd you think he got killed there I yell at him uh, the, the, the police guy yeah he turns up and says no did you read the papers he, uh, he fell and he was he washed up who are you sir <laughs> can you leave this crime scene I'm alone I'm a private investigator Oh, okay. I knew Mr. Douglas for about a day, so I'm curious. I'm lying on my teeth, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... You can be a fast talk and see what happens there. He made quite an impression on me. I, I will say, um, you could roll a bonus die on that. You've... You have enough familiarity with him, as who he is, uh, because of Evelyn and so on, that there's there's some truth to that. Let me make a fast talk. You said. Yeah, fast talk with <laughs> the bonus. Make a fast talk? Uh, no. Twenty-eight, but. Ah not... ha! You gave me a bonus, right? So O two on the bonus. Yes. Oh, that's twenty-eight. Okay, not not an O two. Yes, not unfortunately. I spend um, twenty-three luck. Nah, I don't think so. He says, "All right, chunk of change." Yeah. You're a. Uh, Kin to the man, or you can go to the head office. Uh, 
Uh, we, we can't really do much for you under a dock here, sir. Um, do I? Does my character know where um, Captain Douglas was staying? Like what room he was staying in? Uh, at some point, the Daisy, Evelyn, are you heading? You're heading over here, right? I'd assume so, yeah. If you're sort of hanging around, uh, at some point I would think that Evelyn and Daisy are going to meet up in this area, uh, probably following very similar lines of question and, and uh, thought. And Evelyn in particular does know where, even what room she was in the room. Um... Hey, Evelyn, maybe we should go search his room. Maybe the police haven't found his room yet. I, I just want to know if somebody on our ship offed him. Like Starkweather, who's going to decide the next captain. Hmm. That's fair. I'm worried because the detective just interviewed me, and I'm worried that he might think I have something to do with it, so I really don't want to mess with this stuff. Well, you don't have to tell. You don't have to mess with stuff. Just tell me where it's at. I mean, he interviewed me, right. too. Yeah. yeah. I think well, that, that doesn't mean... That doesn't mean... The expedition. I don't think it's... I suspect it's either Starkweather or that creepy dude Hemming. I think it's entirely possible it has something to do with the uh, other expedition that's uh, taking place. I agree. He was at the Westboro Hotel. Yep. Westbury's right so there. You would, you would even know he was room 21. Room 21. Well, you don't have to get involved, and Hanson hasn't interviewed me, so... That's true. That is true. You are undercover well, right now, Arthur. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> well, I'm under a fur hat, but, but that's okay. <laughs> that's so good. Hey, hey, Arthur, before we go, uh, just a question. Uh, we are still at the docks, correct? Uh, yep. Right now, yep. You did, you did want to speak with the, with the sailors, correct? They're out are at we sea, going... though. Oh, they, oh, they are at sea? Oh, I missed that, sorry. Yep. Yep. They've, they've, at least they've uh, left this area. They've got tired of the questioning and the pictures from the reporters, but eventually... I understood that they... Yeah, I understood by the reporter that they were at the docks. No, at the bay. Sorry, I missed yes. that one. Yeah, they're up north over Flushing Bay, over by Rikers, um, sort of northeast from where, you, from where you are now. But where exactly would it be pretty impossible to pin down at this time? The, everybody seems to be expecting them to come back. Um, there's some interest I can tell on the Westbury, so... If there are people that are waiting around to see if they come back, you might be able to catch them and ask the questions. Um, okay, th this is your this is your lead, Arthur. You let me know. I'm just tagging along. I think okay? I think it's a good idea, um, but I also think maybe we can get to his room before the police get there. Yeah, and maybe there's. About to say, I agree with that. Uh, yes, I suppose if the police aren't there, we should. Have a bit of a snoop. <laughs> bit of a snoop. I like that. Eugene, am I correct that you're back? I saw your microphone status change. Maybe not. Um, no worries. 
so if you want to rush the Westbury, uh, Evelyn can lead you there nice and nice and easy. She has been there the one time, and she will tell you uh, the Westbury is a definitely not as nice of a hotel as where you're all staying, but it is a fine, it's a fine hotel. Um, he was trying uh, to be undercover. Sorry. Yeah, they were keeping him <laughs> away. The, yeah, just by sight alone. It's a little little less nice than the one that you're in. But um, heading over, there is a throng of reporters in the front, throng being about four um, that are interviewing the, trying to take turns interviewing the doorman. Up to you how you navigate around that. And also, are all six of you heading in the hotel, or what is the thought? I would assume that would be the case, unless others who are here don't want to. <laughs> no, I I will. I just I'll, I'm gonna be there to make sure they don't touch too much stuff. <laughs> right. You know. I am going to do a long shot and. I am the only one, I think. I'm going to do a long shot and try and see if I can find the sailors on my own. It's a long shot, right. but I'll try. Sounds good to me. I love uh, a long shot. I think I might try to uh, distract the reporters so that they don't notice uh, a bunch of people from the expedition going into the hotel. <laughs> cool. And how are you going to do that? Uh, gentlemen, please, this is, this is a, uh, this, this is a tragic circumstance. Please give everyone some room and, uh, give these people, you know, this is a tragic circumstance that occurred at this establishment. These pe poor people working here had nothing to do with it. They know nothing. Please. There's a older kind of gruff looking, uh, reporter. It goes, uh. Hey, I think that are you you're you're one of the Applebee's? Uh you Hubert. Applebee? Yes, that's he's part of the expedition. I... Did you know, Captain and he's going on full on questions with uh, you. Uh I I can't say I had met the man myself. Uh his identity had been uh well it had been concealed even from me, uh quite frankly, but uh Why all the I... secrecy? What 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 is what's Starkweather trying to hide? Well, I can't, uh, I suppose I can't, uh, I can't say, I can't say at this time. Uh, the police I, investigating possible connections to one of the other expeditions? Lexington? Hmm? Uh, I, well, I have, uh, had no contact with the police. I am not sure what they are doing. They'll, they'll go back and forth with you for a while if, uh, if, uh, Arthur, Daisy... Evelyn and Tony, or not Tony, uh, Arthur, Izzy, Eve Evelyn want to head in. Hubert just screwed himself. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's doing, he's Good effective. Luck. He's doing what he wanted to do. Yep. Uh, heading in, the three of you, um, you'll find the space is, uh, it's pretty full inside. There's some hubbub, people uh, talking amongst each other seem uncomfortable there's newspapers all around people are reading talking um seems like everybody knows essentially 
the front desk man is currently being berated by an older woman uh, who is saying, uh, how are you ensuring that this is a safe hotel if murders are happening right outside our door? They're all I going assume off. that we're going to try and get up there at least somewhat unseen. Hopefully, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> where, where to? You know, it's 21, second floor. So would that be like stealth rolls or anything to get up there unseen or? Uh, well, you're, if you're just walking up the stairs at this point, people are going up and down stairs all the time. It's not really, you're not necessarily trying to keep quiet or anything. No, I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You can, if you want to head straight upstairs and get out of the space, that's totally understandable. Um, you. We move as quickly as possible. Yeah, stairs. A uh, little bit of a dated space here. Paint peeling and uh, some some of the fall leaves are already being tracked in. Um, second floor. You would know, Evelyn, that you're you're going to be walking almost immediately to the room. Uh, I assume Arthur, Daisy, and uh, Evelyn are all heading upstairs. Yep. Mm -hmm. You uh, walking up, you're met with a nice, slightly stained carpet in some places. Um, hallway, you're facing room twenty-five, and not. Three doors down is room 21, and right next to room 21 is a uh, an officer on duty sitting in a chair outside the door. He is engrossed in a book that he's currently reading. He's alone. I don't know. Have, have, have I nominate... What did I miss in the last two, three minutes? Um, you walked up to the second floor and are looking in, possibly looking to head straight for the room. But there's a policeman in the hallway. What, what were you going to say, Evelyn? I I nominate Arthur to smack him on the top of the head. And <laughs> right, yeah. Arthur, are you looking for a charge? <laughs> I have a handgun. I could pull out my handgun. Uh, <laughs> we don't usually want to knock out police officers. Well. <laughs> They're kind of like on our side, usually. <laughs> Usually. I mean, I'm good at intimidation, and if shit goes down, I'm good at brawling. <laughs> why don't we see? That's good. That's solid. Why don't Why don't we do this? Why don't we commit a crime, or look like we're committing a crime, or sound like we're committing a crime down the hallway and around the corner, and maybe the cop will come running, and one of you guys with some mechanical engineering can break into the door, pick lock the door, or something. Oh my God, that man is committing a crime. <laughs> not a crime Alas. like Arthur like I'll, I'll walk down like I'm chasing after somebody and then I'll I'll run out and I'll start screaming at somebody and I'll start banging it against the wall and maybe maybe that would strike I don't know that's a that that's a better that's idea. A idea I was gonna say I was gonna say Evelyn fire your gun <laughs> <laughs> that's also a better idea than trying to intimidate police. I'll give him two warning shots. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord. Um, I I have a persuade. I'm trying to think. How can we do about this without one of us getting arrested? I have a charm. I think it's. I think I we have, have a one 78 shot charm. At it. Holy smokes, you're pretty. Go ahead. 
Right. Go. Why yeah, your you charm is that? killing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can I, I, I what do I say? So, you know, you I see don't that, know. Uh, Maybe you persuade them into the stairways. Um, or something? Yeah. Or, I don't know. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. I'll flirt with the, I'll with the police. Officer. It's, it's too bad. Oh my I god, we're good cop, bad cop. I love it. <laughs> oh my god. I sacrificed myself to the reporters. I could have bribed him. On a cop. True, Hubert. True. You have the funds to to do an effective bribe. Um, oh also god, a crime. Five, so I could probably do a bribe too. Oh, true. Can I try um, to seduce the police officer, please? Yeah, uh, that sounds yeah. like more fun than bribing him. <laughs> so, uh, you're walking up, and you're seeing a, a younger officer. Um, you'd guess late 20s. Um, oh, God. I'm a cougar. Yeah, Evelyn's 47. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, he All right. is engrossed in his book. Uh, but he seems to be reading uh, a Hemingway, and you see a nice little label um, that says his name is a uh, Johnson, and he will look up and say and kind of nod to you, expecting you to pass by. Evelyn, go back to his book. Are you what? Which which Hemingway are you reading currently? Oh, well, I've been trying to get through this one for so long now. Um, I, I, are you a Hemingway fan? I am. I, I think the man is so interesting. He has been through so much in his life. I know. It, it's kind of incredible. I hear he's a traveler. Sorry, ma'am. I'm really... I'm supposed to be uh, watching this here. The crime scene situation. A crime scene? What are you? What happened? That's all over the news. Um, there's a man here that was murdered. This is his room. I'm supposed to. No. <laughs> he was murdered, and this was his room. Have the police checked it out yet? Oh yeah, that's why I'm here. Just keeping an oh, eye, that... you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any suspects yet? What's going on? Alright, um, uh, yeah, this is gonna be the charm moment first. Alright, go for it. Yeah, just you got it, Devlin. Regular Critical. success for that question. Critical roll. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Mm. Can I push the roll and put on my glasses? Uh, you can push the roll. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, can I give him like a like a little like a yeah. like a yeah, I don't know like a little mini or something? Right. Put a little pizzazz in it. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. A little more pizzazz. Oh, thank God. Oh God. <laughs> he says. Uh, I'm sweating over here. I don't know. We're still. We're, I should be talking. You said you liked Hemingway. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, apparently, there was an argument. You had some sort of argument on the docks. Uh, mm. I think the superiors are looking into any newcomers in town. But if you oh. want to know what I think, um, 
you know, he was a captain. Of course I want to know what you think. Oh, um, wow. Um, geez. Well, a ca- he was a captain, right? Uh, and captains, uh, captains, they, um, if you don't know, they are, they run boats. And I, he was in the fishing area. So I wondered if maybe he met somebody that used to work on his ship and he, uh, they have a bad relationship and they got into an argument and he killed him. That's my idea. Oh, oh, that's terrifying. So he was a captain? Uh, Douglas. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So interesting. Yeah. And when this happened last night, yeah. can I just yeah. like keep distracting him so they can like slowly go into the room? Oh, well, you're right next to the room right now. Uh, how so can I get to... him to get up and walk away? You need to you need to charm him over. Hey. Yeah, you need to get him to like go somewhere else with you. Can I can I ask like, do you mind helping me out for a second downstairs? Like, I think I lost my wallet, and there's a lot of reporters outside, so I was wondering if you could help me out with that. Oh, ma'am, I really shouldn't leave the the scene. Um, I bat my eyes and do a charm roll. Sure. This can be a hard success required. Mm. I'm sorry about your wallet. If you want, I can call another officer. We've got, they're swarming the city right now in this area. I can call somebody. Uh, um, Am I allowed to push it again and be like, I really want you to help me out? Uh, you can, but on a push, a failed push roll, you're facing a possible consequence. So it's up to you. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it, but. And it needs to all- be hard. Yeah, you're only eleven points off a hard with that one too. Yeah, that's true. You could use eleven points. Yeah, if you want to use your luck. Oh, yeah, that's full send. Let's use my luck, or um, is it luck that I use? Yeah, yeah. You can subtract eleven points from your luck score. So you just go switch your your, switch your thing into edit mode, and uh, change the value. Cool. I need luck anyway. Um, yeah, you did actually. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> nice. Uh, so you, uh, you, he says, all right, um, but let's make it quick. And he heads for the stairs where uh, Arthur and Hubert, or sorry, Arthur and Daisy are currently, I assume. Are you still in the stairwell or did you? Relocate yourself. Well, it would be the opposite way. Whatever way we think she was leading would be in the other. Okay, down the other so hall. you like walked yep. up and turned the corner. Yep. Yes. And then I assume we're going into the room. Yeah. If you you you'll hear that Evelyn has uh, pulled him away and that they're heading down the stairs. Evelyn's probably still chatting with him. Um. Ooh, an additional skill roll. Um. Yeah, you guys can head right over. You're looking at a door, a hotel door. Um, Neither of you have lock picking, right? Is it unlocked? It is not unlocked. Okay. I don't. I lock picking Or is it? Um... Yes, it is a skill, but. Uh, there, you know, there's other ways to get through a door. If you want to use a mechanical engineering role to try to do something in particular to the door, um, Daisy, I would be happy to allow that. Uh, 
Let uh, me do that. But what in what do you think? How are you gonna address this locked door? You take out a credit card and slide it <laughs> on the other side of the um, the opening because right. it's an old door. They probably get you just open it up. Um. Yeah. You... Um. I'd. You got your honest. tools. I always assume you keep your tools with you. Yeah. Um. Daisy would probably be trying. Hmm. Obviously, trying to unlock the door. Um. Maybe she'd try the credit card trick. Why don't you uh, give me a mechanical repair roll to to try to get an idea of what would work here? Yeah. Let me let me make that roll. That's a one. That works. Uh, with a one. That's critical. <laughs> you're, yeah. Make sure to check that one off on your successes list uh, for the next mechanical repair, repair. Right. Yep. Uh, you are fairly sure. With, especially with your speed in the skill, you could really quickly unscrew the plate that the lock uh, that that holds the lock mechanism and unlock it. Yeah, I'd like to do that. <laughs> You've got a screwdriver on you. Uh, and yeah, you'll do I'll, it I'll pretty rapidly. I'll unscrew the lock. So you the lock mechanism is exposed. Um, you can get in, stick a, a tool in there, and flip the the lever to open the door. Yeah. And head on inside. Anything I was doing not to... expecting to roll a one today. I was not expecting you to roll a one. Um, is there anything you're doing to disguise that somewhat obvious entrance? Like, um, I mean, are you putting the plate back on? Yeah. Once go the quick enough? door is open... I'd like to put the plate back on and sure. leave it like almost closed. You know how if you close the door, you can leave it just like really slightly open so it's not quite closed and you can still push it back open? Yeah. Sounds good. Or, so Actually, we're inside. We can unlock it from inside. So just yeah. close it all the way. Your mechanical repair uh, role would allow you to know that... Um, you can lock a door uh, from in the inside. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, so the two of you can head in happily. Yeah. And... Um, put, it, put it back on, get the door open, and then close and lock the door so it looks like we weren't. Nice. Is anybody else going in like with us? Or is that it? Uh, so far, that is all, that is all who could. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Eugene, are you back? Yeah, I, I think so. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, sorry, I was having um, technical issues after my call. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, no. The uh, Eugene um, has returned. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Eugene... Kyle. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Quick question. Is the window in his place, is that facing the front of the building or the back of the building? Uh, I'll split the difference, and it would be facing a, a side side of the building, not the front. All right. Okay. I'm thinking of escape methods for you guys. Got it. Cool. So, walking into this space, 
you see a relatively small room. There's a, a desk, chair set up, wardrobe space, end table, and a bed. Uh, there is also a door in the wall that you would guess is a, a door to the adjoining room, like a lot of hotels have. The room is pretty sparsely furnished, uh, but despite that, it is a very... It seems turned over. Um, belongings, uh, you'd presume, of the man are strewn about the room. Uh, bed linens have been torn up and piled in the corner. The luggage was opened and stuff's absolutely everywhere. Scraps of paper, items, oh clothing. The room seems to have been searched thoroughly and not very gently. Uh, Eugene, you, based, uh, to, to cover... Um, Everybody has, more or less, everybody except for Tony has made their way to the Westbury Hotel and are trying to get, all work together to get access to Douglas's room to see if they can get any clues as to what was up with his death. Uh, Tony is looking to hang out in the dock area and hope to catch the sailors. And it is totally up to you if you would be in either of those parties or doing your own thing. What are you thinking? I would still, uh, so Eugene again in the morning would have headed out to check out the churches. So I don't know where that would line up. With um, this Hubert did that, and I assumed you went with him. Uh, and the okay, yeah. the the father told you that he hadn't heard anything, and that uh, you you both seem to have scared the the god out of the man. He has not returned to the church, as far as you can tell. Okay. Um, and it was at that point that Hubert I, joined up the rest of the crew. I think Eugene at this point would probably be inclined to just go be back at the ship because he's he's not the type to go breaking and entering. Yep. Um. So would probably and and I think he'd probably just be back at the ship, doing whatever he lending whatever hand he could. Yep, that makes perfect sense to me. Totally good with that. Uh. And there will always be more things to do with the ship. Uh, so the room, messy as it is, uh, you can think about, given all the stuff on the floor, the piles of luggage, sheets, bed, ed, end table, dresser, uh, anything there that you want to look through. As you're doing that, let's switch over to Tony. Um, think about what you're going to look for in the room. But Tony, you are hanging out at the docks and uh making small talk with the reporters you can kind of get friendly with them they're not going to ask you um too much in particular they uh they're getting really bored waiting for these sailors and uh is there anybody you're talking to or you're just kind of waiting around well i was thinking that there is i believe there's no appropriate skill for this because it will be like moving around, doing some charm, doing some fast talk, doing some persuade. So I was thinking about, I, I don't want to roll a luck uh, roll here. I like to, have, you know, it will be like a mixture of those three things. Yeah, don't you what's think? Your, Kyle, or, what's your best? It will, be it will be 90 and the media will be 30. Is that appropriate for you? Um, just or, or, or what would you prefer? Do you do you have any? Your fast talk is sixty five. Um, why don't you? Yeah, roll... but 
Why don't you yeah. just roll fast okay. talk with uh with a with a bonus dice? That should achieve a similar success rate. Oh, if you don't try with how, if you don't how, succeed with the first one, you just move on to the next person. Okay, so that's a fast talk. Yes. Oh, nice. And then um, click the bonus button, and if the ten, that will be your other option as a tens dice. Yeah. So you got a twenty-seven. You got a hard success. That is all good. You can have that cover. You talking to the reporters, talking to the sailors. What kind of information are you looking to get out of them? Seem to you can find. I'm trying to find the sailors. Cool. Um, reporters have no idea. With a hard success on fast talk, uh, or just general persuasion and communication, eventually you're going to find a sailor that is docked up right next to the spot where supposedly these two sailors are going to be returning to. Um, and they'll they'll warm to you a little and let you know. I think that uh, I'm I've got a number I'm supposed to call uh, to to let them know that the coast is clear and then they're supposed to head on back. They're trying to lay low from the media for a while. It's really not what they're interested in going through today. So it should shouldn't be much longer that we have to wait for them to come back. And we're all going to go to the purple cup, I think, for the night. To the purple cup. Yeah. Is that where you hang out? Yeah, most of the, most of the folks around here hang out here. It's there's not much else in the way of late night activities right here. Okay, you know what? Let me tell you something. What 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 is your name, my friend? Um, I'm I'm a James, and yourself? Hey, James. You know, if you can put a good word uh, about me, I like to talk and make a small interview to your friends. I'll yeah. buy you a drink. How about that? Huh? Yeah. Um, do you want? And I offer us? him a cigarette. Oh, nice. He'll say thanks. Do you want to meet us at the Purple Cup later? Um, we're we're heading there. Probably uh, around four, four tonight. You're you're just past noon right now. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, let's meet there. I might be going with one or two of my assistants. You know, just to take notes. That's all. Sure. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'll buy you a drink. Thank you, Tony. Okay, that's all from my side. Cool. Eventually, also Tony, you can look for a a payphone if you'd like, and call back your editor and see if you've gotten any word back from. Uh, they've gotten any word I, back from. Lexi. Of course, of course. Uh, I mean, uh, we we didn't discuss that, but yes, if he told me to call back, I will call back. Yes. Is there, are there any news on the uh, interview with uh, Lexington? I'll I'll tell you, Tony. I have not seen somebody least uh, less interested in doing an interview than the the Lexington crew. I couldn't even talk to the woman. Your editor is telling you. I I called her estate. I found a number. I found a a number for the expedition uh, office. Uh, I I she won't talk. I apparently she's too busy going back and forth between her estate and the uh, the boat. Tallahassee, doing final preparations. Mm, interesting. They've allowed us okay. to submit some questions, and then they'll get back to us with some answers. But um, they're, 
Does she? Well, you know what? Does I know. Does I she know to... you? Did she have a problem with you? I don't believe why she would have a problem with me. The estate it... seemed extremely unwilling. I, I was really surprised. Well, you know what? You sent me into this expedition to make a good uh, story. So if you can actually do your best to secure that interview, it will be great. It will really help for our pay, for our uh, for our work. That's all. You think it would be that that important? I can I can keep pushing. I just I don't know. I, I wanted to ask if there was something personal that's getting in the way of this. Because let me uh, let me just think one thing, Kyle. Let yeah, no worries. Think about it. Would, would uh, you like to go back with your uh, with the other people? I like <laughs> yeah. to uh, think uh, Hubert, on the answer to my paper. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Hubert, you're enjoying your uh, your media frenzy outside after uh, enough evasive and not interesting answers um hubert they're gonna kind of pass along uh or you can exit the space are you looking to rejoin the rest of the crew or what are you thinking oh i'm sorry i i just stepped away i just got back what did no you worries. say um the the reporter crew will eventually get bored of your non your not interest your not interesting answers and <laughs> to uh, either get you with a gotcha or ignore you and move on to more people about the murder. What are you thinking you're doing after that media frenzy distraction is over? Uh, I'm thinking that I'm going to go up to the um, to the room and see if they've made any progress on the uh, getting in there sure. situation. Um. Excellent. Evelyn, uh, you are now in on the first floor in the lobby area, I presume, trying to show this officer, Johnson, where your wallet was left? Sure. Um, I want to, I'm just chatting his ear off. I'm just going and going and going. I'm talking about how much I love Ernest Hemingway and right. how cool, you know, he was in World War One. He got blown up in Milan and uh, he spent sorry, World about War One. Six months. Uh, the, I think the yeah. Great War. Or uh, the Great War. I apologize. Yikes. <laughs> uh, and he had shrapnel in both of his legs during that. Um, he fell in yeah. love with a nurse there and then he got married to her, which was very sweet. Uh, until so she decided sweet. to stay there and she fell in love with an Italian soldier. So then oh I think that has caused some issues with him. And that is why he makes such amazing art. Um, That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know he moved to Toronto and now he's back in Paris once again. Um, uh, and he's with a new woman now. So, But he's been publishing plenty of books lately. It's been wonderful. Um, there's actually one very funny story when he actually cut his head open after pulling on a cord. I'm just stalling time right now. I'm yeah. just saying things. Yeah. Cool. He is fascinated, uh, really just loving listening to you. I'll keep going. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. He, he's showing you that he's reading uh, The Sun Also Rises, which is a book about travel uh, internationally mm -hmm. saying, oh, that makes makes so much sense he was a traveler that's why he's able to write such 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 believable stories 
Oh, yeah. He's been everywhere. Have you been places? Um, or have you been able to get out of New York? Oh, I go to Jersey all the time. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Jersey is a beautiful place full of oh. wholesome people. Oh. That's wonderful. There, a uh, lot of literature would disagree with you. <laughs> I know. It was um, somewhat sarcasm for the most part. So, uh, Arthur Daisy, you're in this room. What are you looking at? I want to look for places that they may not have looked. I think if they well, looked through stuff, they found anything interesting. I'm honestly <laughs> specifically looking for any sort of documents. Um, Anything that could give a hint as to why they would want to attack him. Absolutely. So let's start off with spot hiddens, but there's more, more than just that quite here. Uh, for a spot hidden from you, Arthur, and you, Daisy. Oh. Oh, yeah. I bet you I found something. There's something <laughs> to find. Nice. Yeah. Roll that. That is a 30. Uh, cool. Is that a success? Uh, Which is success? a hard success. Excellent. So, uh, oh. Arthur, there, there, uh, there's a lot of things that have been looked through, especially individual packets of papers and letters. Um, there's two framed photographs that are uh, the glass is actually smashed in one of them uh, but they seem to have been looked over, turned over, opened up the picture's taken out um, one of them has uh, the ships Arkham and Miskatonic uh, with the date 1930 and you see two men in their middle years, one of them kind of looks like maybe Douglas was described to you by somebody else um, it's believable that he this this is pictures from his uh, his uh, Miskatonic University expedition days. Also, there's a picture of him and somebody that looks a lot like him, dated twenty nine. Feasible, it's a family member of some kind. In the first photo, age. you said there was two people. What does the other person look like? Um, other lost? person looks. Uh, younger um but is wearing a uniform that reminds you of first officer turlow it seems feasible that this is him and his first officer in front of the ship yeah the ships plural no is there no name other... is there names on the back of the, the photo or anything of who the person is um just the just the 1930 date okay. uh you those are things that are like obvious um less obvious and seemingly less gone through is a series of uh small books uh, identical there are uh quite a few probably 10 to 15 small bound uh, books and very quickly it becomes obvious they are journals and they are ordered uh still in somewhat order of their dating it seems like a couple of them were gone through, but not all of them. The police either haven't gotten around to this part of their investigation, reading through 10 different journals, uh, or they didn't think it was important. How big are these journals? Pretty small. Uh, 
they would fit in a, a, a one of them would fit in a pocket. Two of them would fit in two pockets. All right. I think we should take them. Yeah. Can I flip through them really quickly? Is there anything that stands out in a quick flip through? Um, running with your spot hidden of a one, you are feeling a moment of, you know, incredible speed reading. They are ex- incredibly boring, uh, and terse, uh, infrequent. It is almost in, uh, incredibly dull, but they seem to cover all uh, his. Uh, ocean time from the 20s through to this year uh, he talks about with a, with a lapse uh, between 1930 and 1932 they are often talking about the number of miles traveled in a day they'll reference if there's a change in crew uh, at different stops updates to their cargo it's very obviously covers a everything he's done as a captain or a sailor uh, for the last was the years of years. his previous of the previous expedition that he went down there was that 1932 and it's not in here nope it is here? um it, you you find the period between september of 1930 and march of 1931 are all missing which tracks with your understanding of when the miskatonic expedition happened and i won't take them i don't think i'll think i'll leave them so somebody came here and took those. Hmm. It's a clear gap to you. It doesn't make sense that he, if he was recording all the boring details of his other expeditions, why wouldn't he have recorded those? Right. Somebody came in here and took those, or whoever whacked him, or whatever. Okay. Uh, you find Daisy. If you're looking for paperwork and whatnot, um, there's a, some amount of. A crumpled up paper that was already, uh, it seems like some of it was flattened out and read by the cops. Some of it has yet to be investigated. Um, if you're really, you know, you're taking your time with your, your hard success and you grab a couple of those unread seemingly ones, um, you will find a letter from Douglas to a Philip Douglas. Uh, Technically, this Douglas's first name is well. It's J. It's J. B. Is how he signs his name. Um, so J. B. is writing to his brother Philip. It seems. Uh, and this letter, you find it's unfinished. Um, he's talking about some of the detail, the latest details of the expedition. I will uh, hand that over to you to read. Uh, after, can we all take about a five minute? Break here, snacks, bathroom, and whatnot. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yep. Cool. See you back in a few. It was decided that Danforth and I try it first, and we awakened at 7 a.m. intending an early trip, though heavy winds mentioned in our brief bulletin to the outside world delayed our start till nearly 9 o'clock. I have already repeated the non-committal story we told the men at camp and relayed outside after our returning 16 hours later. It is now my terrible duty to amplify this account by filling in the merciful blanks with hints of what we really saw in the hidden transmontane world, hints of the revelations which have finally driven Danforth to a nervous collapse. 
I wish he would add a really frank word about the thing which he thinks he alone saw, even though it was probably a nervous delusion, and which was perhaps the last straw that put him where he is, but he is firm against that. All I can do now is to repeat his latter, disjointed whispers about what set him shrieking as the plane soared back through the wind-tortured mountain pass after that real intangible shock which I shared. This will form my last word. If the plain signs of surviving horrors in which I disclose be not enough to keep others from meddling with the inner Antarctic, or at least from prying too deeply beneath the surface of that ultimate waste of forbidden secrets and inhuman aeon-cursed desolation, the responsibility for unnameable and perhaps immeasurable evils will not be mine. Danforth and I, studying the notes made by Pabody in his afternoon flight and checking up with a sextant, had calculated that the lowest available pass in the range lay somewhat to the right of us, within sight of camp, and about 23,000 or 24,000 feet above sea level. For this point, then, we first headed in the lightened plain as we embarked on our flight of discovery. H.P. Lovecraft, At the Mountains of Madness. You are coming up on uh, this note, which, um, Daisy, you want to read us? You found the note. It's a long one. But there's a lot of good stuff in there. <coughs> Making it bigger so I can read it. Yeah, you Dear should really like it. I have arrived, as you see, in New York, and will be with you in a few days. It will not be as soon as I had hoped, however. I am shipping you some personal things by rail, which ought to be get there before I do. Take care and keep them safe for me. I have some rather sorry business here in the city that I must attend to before I can come. There is a man here named Starkweather who is hiring a crew for an Antarctic voyage. He has been hounding me for months by letter and by wire. I have no interest in his voyage, as you well know. I swore I would not ever return to that hellish place, and I will not. So help me God. Er, and I will not, so help me God. But the man wants me to captain his ship, and he will not take no for an answer. I told him I would meet with him when I arrived in New York. Perhaps he will understand my refusal when I shouted to his face. You may imagine my annoyance when I got here and discovered that the imbecile has been telling the press that I was already signed on. We are to meet tomorrow. I intend to be quite firm with him. Adding insult to injury, a lunatic German here at the hotel has been after me since he learned my name. Again and again I encounter him by chance. The man is obsessed with fairy tales. Each time we meet, he asks if I know anything of South Seas folklore, of great statues in the packed ice, or of lost island nations. I have told him, no, I know nothing of Salal, or black-toothed savages, it closed, sorry, or a man named Pym, or of anything south of the Antarctic Circle but ice, whales, and misery. If he approaches me again, so help me, Philip, I shall knock him senseless. Starkweather has managed to sign some of the boys from the Arkham, and the Lady Margaret on the strength of my involvement. How he got any of the Arkham's too, I shall never know. None of us who were on that voyage are ever likely to forget things that were said about those murdered men, or the howls of that poor mad boy Danforth. The things he whispered to me toward the end when he knew where he was, Still hunt. God only knows what he told the others. I am going to do what I can to convince. Is that it? 
That's it. Okay. It seems to be unfinished. Uh, but thank so you. It's is... like rift or something, huh? It's literally like he—he he looks like he should have been able to continue this page and then start another page, but uh, either he didn't finish or it went on to a second page that you haven't been able to find. So he has the people to look for—a lunatic German, and maybe somebody named Pim, and Philip also. Uh, Pim, Pim was will... the author of the uh, of the. Pim was the pseudonym of the author of the Poe story that we found in the library. Maybe real, maybe not. Not not a not an extant person. Correct. That is the the book that is that was of interest to uh, Acacia Lexington's dad is the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym. Pym Snow. That's that pimp. Uh, downstairs, Hubert, you're seeing Evelyn walking around with a police officer. Uh, seemingly in full conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, would I have known the, uh, would, did Evelyn give, tell us the room number beforehand or were we being led by her? Uh, I think it's feasible that she would have just said it. It's just 21. So. Okay, I'll head up to the, uh, to the room and see what kind of progress they've made now that I see that. Because I, I think I can tell just from the interaction that she's probably in the middle of distracting him. I think that's reasonable. You, uh... The door is locked. We relocked. Right. Right. Oh, well. Hubert will discover that. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're heading towards the stairs, Hubert. Evelyn, you're in full conversation with uh, the officer here. And Evelyn, uh, can you make me a roll? Um, let's go for a spot hidden. Mm-hmm. Nope. Don't get a one. I'm gonna try I not. Can't, to. I just can't take any more ones tonight. Okay. You're uh, one. Pretty engaged. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say she'll roll a hundred. Right. <laughs> um, cool. She's, uh, I have the you're... worst luck with this stupid thing. You're pretty engaged with this conversation. Uh, yeah, having a to, grand old time. <laughs> trying to keep him fully distracted. You have failed to realize that you've kind of distracted yourself in the process. And after a, a second <laughs> I got two or two, into Hemingway. <laughs> after a second or two, uh, uh, after Hubert has passed you by, <coughs> you, you hear a man's voice, familiar. Uh, um, Detective... The detective that you met earlier, he walks right up and uh, he starts oh. yelling, uh, Johnson, what are you doing? Get back to your post. And Miss Walker? Detective Hello. Hanson is on the scene. <laughs> oh, I'm so s- Arthur, this is why I didn't want to come to this. You can tell me a little bit later, but I'll okay. yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm gonna end up in jail. All right. Okay, um, I'm gonna say hello. How are you doing? <laughs> um, 
Let's take a, a, a long second and, and switch over to uh, the boat. Eugene, you... Oh, you suck. You suck so much. Okay. <laughs> well, you, poor Eugene has uh, been stuck at the boat all day. That's fair. Um, That's fair. You know what? Eugene, come get me out of this mess. So, Eugene, you've been hanging out the boat. Um, at some point, the man uh, who everybody's heard the name of uh, at this point, Henning, is going to actually freely up and approach you. You might have been doing inventory work. You might have been checking up on your science gear. Um, unless you have anything particular in mind, I'll, I'll go forward. Uh, I mean, it's you. kind of, again, I would have... Gene, Eugene's a very good boy, and he would have <laughs> reported to, to Dr. Moore yep. and figured out what task was assigned to him for the day and been doing whatever that was in a very studious manner. Trying to keep his head down. Yeah, yeah so... when everyone is fooling around, Eugene is the only one doing the hard work. My <laughs> right. Um, Eugene is is doing the hard work. Um, Starkweather would have likely given you uh, uh, some inventory work to do. Um, uh, Sorry about that. Um, he would have given you some inventory work, and he, he, you're checking over some of the new supplies that were ordered to replace the stuff that you and your fellow expedition members noticed were out of place uh, last session and the previous session. Uh, in doing that, at some point, Henning is going to approach you and and give you the uh, the old uh, hey, uh, Eugene, right? Yeah. I, uh, Moore put me on a special task, and I'm supposed to show you what we... Apparently, I, uh, somebody told on me for being a little bit of a complainer, and I've had to spend the last 24 hours running around the city in Jersey to try to get all your science equipment. So, you mind if you can just come look at this stuff and sign off on it? Oh! Yes, absolutely. I'll I'll come take a look at the equipment. I'm I'm sorry about your situation. If you feel it was um anyway demeaning, I I must assure you that um I think it might be the most important aspect of our entire journey. And so I yeah. really appreciate your efforts. Oh, all right. That's fine. That's good. Glad you're appreciating my work. Uh, so anyway, and he'll bring you on over to the main forecastle, the ship. Uh, a lot of the rooms uh offices the mess hall everything that you're all going to be interacting with as you get to know the ship especially on move-in day uh, the day before you leave the ship has a towering structure that is technically a four four stories high stories don't work so well in this situation but that, that's one way to think about it and it holds uh the main galley the main mess it holds the officer's mess it holds some of the key equipment for the steering of the ship uh, connects it's basically directly above the boiler in the center of the ship and he's going to show you to this small room um, that holds the captain's space the captain's cabin and uh, explain to you that this space we're pretty sure I was told this is where to pile everything. We're supposed to keep it safe here until we we uh we get on the water and then I 
I've been told you're you're going to be allowed to take, or maybe over the next couple of days, take all the time you need to to set up this stuff in its more permanent spot. But uh, right now, the captain's hold is probably the safest space on the whole ship for you to keep your valuables. You're seeing the microscopes that you asked for, a large number of chemicals that are just, uh, they're assorted, well-labeled. Uh, they seem to be all pretty much straight off whatever they whatever uh, packaging they, they originally came in. Nobody's opened anything or, or messed with it. Um, a lot of the little tools that you asked for. I mean, it's a full, seems to be a full inventory of the, um, of everything that you had hoped to get. Uh, the only thing is there's no gas supply wire. Uh, as in, you, they have not actually like set up these gas tank and then supply line, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it sounded like it, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but it sounded like um, you, it sounded like uh, Henning um, said, like this all, all of this stuff is in a temporary space kind of for safekeeping, and then it yep. will be set up somewhere else over the next couple of days. Correct. Yes. And so Eugene is is okay. So all right, got it, got it. Got it. Um, so Eugene would would would, say, Mr. Henning. Um, uh, I I understand that that you're you're you know I get the sense that you're that you're somewhat irritated by by having to run these errands, but but I must assure you that that you have done an astounding job um, in collecting all of things that, that we may need to. To ensure that the scientific discoveries made on this journey are well recorded uh, for posterity and 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 may yeah, indeed yeah, change well. the course of human history, uh, is there somebody that I can uh, uh, thank on your behalf, speak to on your behalf? Uh, I, I'm 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 truly astounded by by uh, the the absolute quality of 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 the things you've brought. Yeah, well, I. I'm from I'm from the city. I know where to get things if if it's asked of me. And honestly, there was there was some concern of whether my involvement on the trip was gonna gonna stay. So I uh, I it, yeah. Well, there was a uh, a personal investment in this whole thing. Welcome is is what I'm trying to trying to get at here. You're welcome. It is it is so much appreciated. Um, I I have. Two additional questions for you. Um, first, um, mentioning that you're from the city, are, are you are you familiar with the Church of Saint Malachi? Uh, is that a, it's, it's a Catholic place over by it's downtown, right? Uh, yeah, fa fairly close to Times Square and, and and near our near our hotel. Do you, do you have any knowledge of it? I'm not really. Much of a everyday visitor to the to the big house, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I do. I'm I'm looking for a for a person um who had left a note for us at our hotel and and you know with your clearly extensive knowledge of the city and and your ability to navigate with um, uh, this this metropolis with a skill that that i quite frankly is, is 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 shocking to me um so hoping maybe you could um uh 
help me in, in the identification of a person or their whereabouts. And so Eugene, at that point, would describe the, the character that they saw in the pew uh, to Henning and say, um, you know, if, if you can, if you have any knowledge of this person or or perhaps through your connections could um, arrange a meeting, I think it would be very helpful to us and the expedition going forward. So you, you want to thank me for doing a good job by giving me another job to do? Oh, no, this is, this is more a, uh, if you find that it's within your normal reversing of the city, or you know this person, or have any knowledge of somebody who might, something to keep in mind. And this is important like for the, uh, the is, is this involved with the murder of the captain? Is that what's going on here? Worried about uh, trying to figure out who did it? That's um, that's an interesting question. I would not rule it out, but I could not say for certain that it was. So I got to tell you, I don't really like that Hanson detective coming around, asking questions to all the guys. We're all here for the expedition, but there's there's plenty that we don't really want to talk about in too much detail, if you know what I'm saying, in our normal lives. Certainly, certainly, uh, Detective Hanson. I've really looking I've, to I've get heard the name, involved. I've never met the man, but, but yeah. Detective Hanson, not, I'm not interested in getting him involved in any of this. This is more of a desire to, to find the person who had left a odd note for the, for the expedition and um, to, to kind of decipher its meaning a little better. I think it would benefit all of us at the at the end of the day, um, but you have but Mr. Note? Henning, don't don't put yourself. I I do not do not have. Do I have the note? Uh, I don't I think I do. Don't know either you or Hubert. I don't think I would. Has it, but yeah. I think it was you that had it. I think. I don't think I would carry. Yeah, you it probably wouldn't have it on me. you either way, right? I would. <laughs> I would have left it. I I, I I don't. I don't. I don't have it. Uh, with me um and 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 honestly mr henning um i I would say don't put yourself out over it um if in your kind of you seem like a nice guy like i want to help out yeah just make sure you put in a good word for more uh, with more for me all right with dr moore oh absolutely oh my goodness i will uh i i I will absolutely speak to him about um your Again, um, Mr. Henning, uh, you, I'm I'm in your debt over this, and I really appreciate oh, it. All right, um, I like the sound of that. All right, um, I I do have a second follow up, which is you you told me that this is the place where uh, we are uh, going to be keeping these supplies in reserve. Did did they make you aware of of where they will ultimately be set up, or where I will be able to set up my equipment so? That, is it possible for me to review that? My understanding is that there's some conversation about letting you continue to use this space, the, the, the captain's office here. It's just a question of conversation with the captain, which we don't have anymore. Uh, once we get permission from the captain to use this space, I think that's, well, not me getting permission, but once more talks it over or Starkweather, I don't know, I think that they're going to, they're going to open the doors to you. But it's a matter of whether the new captain is okay with it or not. And I don't think we have a new captain at this point. Mr. Henning, 
Again, I cannot thank you enough. Your assistance has been invaluable. You have buoyed my hopes for this expedition. Again, I will absolutely Steph, speak you to write Dr. A paper, Moore. You, know, you just put my name on it or something? I helped get all the supplies, maybe? You, you, you will, you, I will absolutely list you as, an author, as a co-author. <laughs> wow. How about that? I like that. Co-author. All right. He seems pretty satisfied with himself. And uh, Mr. Henning, uh, please, um, the, I, I don't mean to detain you any further. Uh, again, I can, cannot express my gratitude enough. Uh, I will be speaking to Dr. Moore about um, the absolute and unmitigated success that I, that I have found uh, your acquisition of supplies. And um, if I can do anything for you um, over the next coming days of the course of the expedition, please don't hesitate to come to me. Um, I really do truly appreciate it. Yeah, well, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're a good guy, Eugene. You as well, Mr. Henning. Please have a great day. Nice. Uh, all right, so you've got... Uh, Evelyn, you are being accosted by the detective uh, hanging out, and uh, Hubert, you probably just catch sight of that as you're walking through the main space, starting to head upstairs. Uh, the man doesn't know you by name or you haven't met you haven't met the man by name but you're watching as evelyn is being approached by a second police officer uh, the crew upstairs is not in the know okay so did the other guy you. take off um not yet you're standing there detective hansen it's like what are you doing johnson you're supposed to be keeping watch at the door did you get a did you did somebody get back upstairs and and that's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're so right. I, I just was helping her find her wallet. I'll go back upstairs. And he uh, smiles at you kind of weakly, and the officer heads back up. Hanson says, "Miss Walker, is there something? You're missing a wallet. Why are you here?" Yes, yes, I'm. I'm missing a wallet. I came because Starkweather wanted me to talk to the press about the missing, uh, and I, I, I just lost it. I was so frustrated, um, and I saw him wandering about, and I decided to, uh, to ask for help. Huh? He was just wandering around the the space. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just saw him in the lobby. <laughs> Uh, that's um, gonna be a fast talk, to... Evelyn. Oh, I can't do fast talks though. <laughs> okay. Every word was a lie. I mean, what can we say? I'm sorry to. Uh... Wait, why is it three? Yeah, it should be seven, oh, right? Yeah. But still not good. Yeah. Um. Either way. Uh, yeah, he he kind of is quiet for a moment, Hanson. He looks you up and down. He just says, all right, Miss Walker. I'm going to head upstairs now. You want to wait here? Um, sure thing. And uh, he's heading out. Uh, Hubert, you, you have a couple, a little bit of time heading up the stairs if you're going to try to Give a warning or Keeper, get them out. <laughs> something. You don't know that they're in there at this point. But you might be able to make some assumptions. 
yes, if uh, Hubert sees this and goes goes in ahead uh, ahead of them, I assume I'm closer to the stairwell, right? Definitely. Yeah, so I will go go up ahead of them, and uh, when I try to open the door, I'll see that it's locked, right? Uh, yes. Um, you can make it to the door just before the other officer that just got chased back up can. Oh, but you can okay. hear he's going to be coming up the stairs um, behind you. Ooh. Door's locked, and you don't see any signs of your friends. Yeah, so there's nothing I can do for him. I suppose I'll just... <laughs> Did they leave already? No, Arthur oh, and Daisy they're... are hearing somebody just tried the door and didn't work. Is there a fire escape? Most apartments have fire escapes. Uh, there, Is there a fire escape? There's a fire escape, and there's the adj- adjoining room. So yeah, those are your two only possible ways out. Is the door locked from our side or the, the other side? Other side. Well, both sides. Side. The, uh, the adjoining yeah. door is locked from both sides. So yours is locked and the other one's locked. Well, I think that'd be kind of take too long to, to get out that way. Yeah, I think our best bet is to try the fire escape. Yeah, I'll look out. Is there anybody outside the fire escape? Anybody looking at it? No, nobody. I mean, there's people on the street below every now and then, but nobody's paying that much attention to the Okay. Yep, we'll climb, I'll climb out the fire escape and go down. Or up, whichever way is faster. Absolutely. Faster to get to the roof or the, 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 the street. Uh, second floor, you can head down faster. Yeah, yep, and seeing, seeing what he's doing, I assume we're staying silent, because, yeah. Yeah, and take that letter, too. It has too much good information. Seeing <laughs> what he's doing, very much going to follow him. Sure. So I'll take the last journal before the ones that are missing. Sure. And yeah. um, and if he and if um, Daisy doesn't take that letter, I'll grab the letter too. Understood. No, I'm uh, taking the. You have your bounty. Yep. Those two. Those two things, and you don't think you need to worry too much about keeping the room organized after your escape because the room is a mess anyway. So uh, you can pop out the window and Hubert. The door didn't work. What are you doing? I am. Your footsteps coming up the stairs behind you. Yeah, I is there is there like another hallway I can duck into or? Yeah, absolutely. Both left and right, the the uh, the hallways extend and then turn a corner. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna head left. Sure. You can uh, make it there before it's carpeted on that floor, um, so you can make it and not draw too much attention. You see, uh, maybe at the corner of your eye, the officer heads right for the door and tries it and finds that it's locked uh, and seems somewhat sated by that. Okay. Um, Are you doing anything to try to keep an ear out? Uh, I know I'd like to. You can keep, well, it depends, Daisy. Are you, like, hiding at the window to keep an ear out, or are you just heading, trying to get to the street as soon as possible? Um. I guess the same question for you, Arthur. I think. I'm going to go to the street. Yeah, I think we'd be heading down as quickly as possible. 
trying to hear anything if we could, but like not prioritizing. Sure. Um, so, Hubert, you are around the corner, but keeping an ear. You hear the footsteps head uh, up the stairs, kind of behind you. You, you, it, your understanding is that you shared the hallway with him for just a second before you turned the corner, but he didn't call out to you or anything. Another set of foots footfalls is coming up, and there's some words. Make a listen for me. Okay. Uh, that's a no. There, it's you catch a word here and there, but you don't get the whole. It seems that Hansen is kind of going at the the or the detective is going at the officer. I'll say. Um, you hear duty, irresponsible, watch. Painting a picture. Uh, I'm I am going to take this opportunity while they're both distracted to walk out and head back down the stairs. Yeah, and there's a set. There'll be a second set of stairs or an elevator if you want to find something that choose a, a path down that's not right next to them. Okay, that's you would guess that there's an elevator in a building like this. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I'll do. Cool. Uh, Evelyn, you've been told to wait. You're hanging out down there. Um, think about what your response to that might be. But let's take the moment and, um, Tony, after some time, you're heading over to the Purple Cup, right? Yes, right. Just, uh, while I wait, I will go to a flower shop and do my last attempt. Nice, yes. I'll just I'll just buy a bouquet, keep the receipt for Nat Geo, by the way. And I will add a note. Yeah, I mean that my character would do that, you know, this is a, an expense. Yeah. Uh for the note will say for the soon first woman on the Antarctica, I would love to have an interview with you, signed Tony Spinelli Nat Geo. Please call my editor. Sure. To uh, that will be like my last, and I will send it, you know, to the docks yeah. of Lexington. And yeah, and then I will go to the bar and uh, see if I can get a glimpse of these uh, people. Mind that I will always carry my uh, camera. That's like kind of my, you know, thing. Absolutely. All right. Uh, the bar, uh, you, I don't know if you have, I think, yeah, you were there once before. You know where to find it pretty quickly. It's a salty place. Carries a smell of the rest of the, the docks around it, and the most of the people inside are uh, anybody that has finished their work for the day, whether that was an overnight fishing trawl or some repairs on a boat or a dock, or heading <laughs> to the cold season. So, um, so pretty soon repairs are going to be made and such. Um, you're just uh, finding a place to sit and have a drink while you wait. Yes, I will look for the sailor that told me that <clears throat> that I would buy a a drink. Cool. Makes sense to me. Evelyn, you're hanging out in the hotel, and uh, after some time, uh, you'll see Hubert make his way. Unless you go out the back way, Hubert, I don't know. Are you going to try to find uh, Evelyn or not? Uh, I think at this point, I would, yeah, I would probably try to find Evelyn just to see what happened. Sure. She's 
I assume Evelyn patiently waiting in the in the lobby. I'm probably on the verge of a panic attack. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't do well with the law. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, you go ahead. So she, uh, you know, you're hanging out there. After some time, Hubert will meet up with you. That's totally okay. So if you want to have a quick planning moment, fill each other in. Miss Miss Walker, what what happened? I'm like <laughs> panting. So, um, Arthur, uh, Daisy, and I, I believe who else went? Was it just uh, th- just Arthur those two? Uh, they snuck into the room upstairs, um, and mm-hmm. I distracted the officer, so I was discussing with I was talking to him, and I told him I lost my wallet, but I didn't lose my wallet. My wallet was right on me, and then I was talking to him, and I saw the, um, detective, and he recognized me, and I told the guy I didn't know about the investigation or anything, but the detective knows now I'm gonna be in trouble, and he told me to stay right here, and I don't know what to do. Okay, just, uh, well, just breathe for a second. Uh, you are a... Yes. You, you, are, you are a psychologist, aren't you? Apply, apply yes. that to yourself. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course, of course. Of course. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's what we're going to do. I'll, I'll, when they come back, I'll, I'll talk to the detective. Surely we can work something out. Yes, yes, okay. Yes, yeah. He can't. I, I can't be in trouble. Uh, I'm the daughter of the mayor in this town. Uh, my yes, dad would co- lose it. He would. He would be furious. Yes, of course. And if yes. you know, if if he needs any further persuasion, I'm sure we can uh, make some sort of some sort of deal. Uh, yes. Yes. And then we wait <laughs> and scene. Nice. Um, I realized there is there would have been another. There would have been another clue that Arthur uh, and Daisy, another relevant handout, I guess I should say, um, that oh. Arthur and Daisy absolutely would have found that I uh, neglected. We will to take relative hand handouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, part of the series of crumpled papers that you looked through, Daisy, they had a, basically just a series of text on them. Um, they seem to be kind of meeting notes um, is probably the best assumption of what they all are. I'm going to put it here in a uh, bare bones handout of what they generally say. On them, you're seeing some names that are familiar. History. Um, some names that are familiar, some that are not, that might check. Uh, oh, I accidentally rolled history. Yeah. And you <laughs> failed. Um, I failed hard. Failed hard. So, uh, just so you know, I'm going to give that to you in just a second. Um, Evelyn, you're panting. Uh, eventually, Evelyn and Hubert, you have a detective coming down the stairs and heading right towards you. And he looks at you kind of quizzically, Hubert, and says, uh, am I right? Are you, um, are you Hubert, part of the expedition? Mr. Appleby, I believe? Yeah, yes, Hubert Appleby. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Now, I understand that, uh, Miss Evelyn here may have gotten herself into a small spot of trouble. Uh, trouble? Who said anybody's in trouble? 
Oh, well, I just <laughs> assumed you told her to wait here. <laughs> oh, well. So you're here too, huh? I, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah. have a bit of high anxiety. Yes, I, w uh, yes, I was here similarly to, uh, to meet the uh, press along with Miss Evelyn. Uh, I was just outside talking mm. with them. I understand. And uh, anything you shared with them that you could share with me? Oh, no. I Unfortunately, I don't really know much of anything uh, too relevant. I, I had never even met the man. Huh. Just you met him, right, Evelyn? Yes, yeah. Just you yesterday. You said that you saw him just yesterday? The... Mm-hmm. You got to imagine you might have been one of the last people to see the man alive. Yeah, I, I left him around two p.m. Though, I believe it was in the afternoon. So I know he. Did had either of the two of you go up to the room? No, I've been uh, down on the ground this whole time. I've been in the lobby. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, yeah, my officer said that you. you went up and passed him by and started talking about his book. He seems quite uh, entranced by you, Miss Walker. <laughs> really? All right. Yeah, so he says you went up and talked to him on the second floor. Mm, that is very, very interesting of him. Um. Look, can I'm you trying just to figure out how to do a charm or a persuade or something in this moment? And he's gonna so look I don't around. have to lie. Hanson's gonna look around and think for a second and ask you all to come to a uh, the two of you to come to a room on the side. He's gonna pull you into uh, one of the kind of conference or dining places on the first floor. Small room, but it's some privacy. Uh, he will speak plainly and say, look, I'm talking to a, what, a wealthy dilettante and a well-known and respected psychologist. Uh, you can speak plainly with me. You knew the man. You're bothered that he's dead. Did Starkweather send you here or more? No, or... no. I haven't no. seen Starkweather for days. I'm stirring the pot. No, we were, uh, I suppose we were just curious about what happened to the man. You know, it's quite a shock. Yeah, absolutely. I just knew him the afternoon, but I, I felt like I did create a bond with him on some level. He talked a lot about his Miskatonic expedition and and uh, the struggles with that. So I think some folks on the boat may have been nervous about that. Yeah, in my uh, brief conversation with his brother on the phone, he's going to come down for the funeral tomorrow, or maybe it's Thursday. Um, my understanding is he, he the... The captain was never really the same after his past journey. Um, for a while, I was interested in 
you know, understanding if uh, what his mental state was, if you understand what I mean. But it seems like yeah. there was some argument uh, down on the docks. Nobody's name. I'm not able to get a good description of whoever he argued with. I don't really know what to do about your presence here, but tell you curiosity is best left up to professionals. I want to respect your time in the city and your preparations you need to make for the ship. Uh, but he was a member of your expedition and I might have some questions for you in the future. Understood. Yes, of course. We understand. And if you see Starkweather... Can you tell him that I am also trying to get in contact with him? Of course, of course. Yes. Can't guarantee we'll see him anytime soon. But he is a, a, a mystery right. of a man. I think I'd have better luck attending whatever New York's latest social gala than showing up at his hotel room to try to find him. I snort laughing. <laughs> I give a hearty chuckle. <laughs> nice. Um, laughter is accounted for. We're like, for. he's just so funny. <laughs> right. Please um, let us go. And he'll he'll send you on your way. You know, he knows where you are, and you know where he is, and um, he's gonna seemingly head back upstairs to the second floor to maybe give the officer a talking to. Alrighty. This poor officer, you got all in trouble, Evelyn. Thank God. Screw him, he's in his 20s. <laughs> He'll get over it. Damn! <laughs> uh, Daisy... For the record, I am also in my 20s, so I'm allowed to say. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Um, da Daisy and Arthur, you're, yeah. you're hanging out on the street side. You're gonna try to join up with your friends? Uh, we'll t I'll take a look. What's going on in the lobby now? Um, and you also have a second to, to examine the full brunt of the papers that you pulled together, uh, which are here. And what there were some oh, small like notes a... that were scribbled. You found and when he notes. met Starkweather, that was 10 a.m. yesterday, probably. What is GR7738? What is that, a phone number? Uh, you are, yeah, you would know that those are contact numbers referencing uh, where to find them, basically. Um, or like what, yeah, what, what building to call and then what uh, phone code to get his phone in particular. Wow, I bet you the detective would like this piece of paper. Yeah, when I give do we recognize tool, like their the... names? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Names. Yeah, do we recognize his names? Wikes, Grimes, or Brewer? Oh, Grimes. Hmm. I think that name sounds familiar. Um, no, it it probably doesn't. You, hmm. I... Yeah, I'm also. Grimes is ringing some bells for me. Make uh make intelligence checks. Um, whoever's gonna, I guess for now it's gonna be Daisy and um Arthur because they're seeing this. See if you remember. What am I making? An intelligence for a memory roll, basically. Gotcha. 
you're fairly sure. Grimes, the other two you don't recognize. You're fairly sure you had a brief interaction with Grimes um, on your first day, very brief, uh, when you met the whole crew. You're fairly sure that Grimes was a crew member. Somebody that worked as part of the ship, not part of the expedition. That is a 43. So you probably get uh, a bit less, but generally the same information. You know it's familiar. You're pretty sure it might be involved with somebody you met on the first day. But yeah, Arthur, you're pretty yeah, sure it was a boat person. Yeah, I don't have that name in my notes, so. Hmm. Okay. Just a brief boat person interaction. I didn't mean to click that, but that also. <laughs> nice. And then A. Lexington is Lexington. Um, Gerald Brackman is totally unfamiliar to you both. Mm. Lots of clues. I won't be here as a player next session, so somebody should take this up. <laughs> Decide what they want to do with it. There's like all kinds of clues on here. If you cross-reference those things with the letter that he wrote to his brother, um, some things track. Um, most specifically, just the fact that he says he was going to try to meet with Starkweather, and then it does list that Starkweather meeting. Oh, Tony, I got something for you. I got Lexington's phone number. True. You got it. I have it. <laughs> um, so that's what you are. Uh, you 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 can think about those and have the, maybe you've jotted them down or just taken the scraps of paper as a whole uh, as you join the rest of the group. Yeah, I think we'll take them all. Tony, at some point, two sailors and the familiar sailor that you knew are going to show up. Um, everybody, we're now pushing into like a 3 p.m. time between uh, the time it takes for everybody to finish dealing with whoever relevant, dealing with the detective, the room, all sorts of things today. Um, seems like, oh. Tony, you've got those people that you're waiting for. Yeah, I will be leaning on the. I will be leaning on the bar and sign them to, you know, like inviting them to. Yep. To come along. What What do they do when they see me? They uh, well, the one guy that you met, um, he explains, James. He explains that your reporter, that you wanted to talk to them, that you seem like a nicer guy than the rest of the rabble. And that they were promised three drinks uh, in total, three free drinks, one for everybody, if you, uh, if they talk to you. Oh yes, yes, of course. What are you having? What are you having? Um, you got beers all around. Hey, hey, bartender, here. One round for my friends here. Come on, let's go. After a couple sips, they're a little more solid. They look tired. They look um. Not dirty, like they've had a long day of, of fish work, but you're looking at two similar in age, similar looking guys, could be brothers, um, more likely they've just hung out together, and uh, they're named in the, in the article, so you would know it's uh, Thomas and Phil, Thomas Gregor and Phil Jones. 
Um, they say Thomas is really quiet. Phil talks to you first and says, "What do you want to know about the uh, the body?" Hey, I'm just trying to write a story here. You could be famous. You could, you know, be on the newspapers, get laid. Ladies like famous people. You know that. Yeah, that's that's true. But I um. Not, not the best thing to be famous for, maybe. But you only found the body. Well, we found the body. I, I, I pulled him out. Tom was running after the man he was arguing with. Could you repeat yeah. that, Kyle, again? Sorry. Yeah, I said. He said, uh, Tom, Thomas, the other guy here, other fisherman. He was running after the man who was fighting that guy. I don't really know what his deal was. I jumped into the water, and it's hard to find, but I found a captain, I guess, and pulled him up, tried to resuscitate him. Couldn't get anything out of him. He was what time was it? Old. Oh. Uh, Sorry. Late. I was getting, I had already taken a, most of my rest for the day. Must have been around 10.30, 11 p.m. Maybe. Okay. And what about you, Tom? What, what did you see? How was the man a big man, a you know, small man? What happened? Tom is quieter and quickly drinking his beer. Um, really, don't like to see a dead body. It was a bad night. I remember the body more clearly than I remember the man. Um. Uh, he was larger. He um, he had uh, a dark, like a sandy blonde hair. He uh, he was yelling. He knew the name. He knew Douglas's name. He was yelling the the captain's name. Uh, but I, and he takes another big sip. Can I run an intelligence check to see if I remember uh, somebody from that has blonde sandy hair? Is that correct? Blonde sandy hair? Um, yeah, that's correct. You can make the check. Would that be intelligence? Is that correct? Yeah. For memory purposes, that's usually the one to do. Oh. Um, you are not really, that's not really ringing any bells. You've heard about the strange man that, um, you might've heard about the strange man with the letter. I don't know if that was shared with you. Um, but that nothing really seems to match that description in your memory that you've met so far. We're talking a tall man, broad shoulders, um, seem definitely taller than you, maybe more closer to Arthur's size. Um, with this blonde sandy hair, he'll tell you that I think he had kind of um, he had kind of an accent. I couldn't place it, but he just sounded funny. Was it an accent like me, like uh, an Italian accent? No, it sounded like he had food in his mouth. I mean, it was uh, I couldn't his words all strung together. I couldn't really get most of what he was saying. Um, 
guess it's kind of maybe kind of German or maybe okay. Russian. Okay, okay. I will write that that down. Yep. Um. Okay. So and and um, and you and I will talk again to the other guy. What was? Do you remember what what kind of injury Captain Douglas had? Yeah, I do. I do remember. Um, he he. It seemed like he had already taken a blow or two. He was he was bleeding, um, in the in the head from the fall. I think um, he might have hit something on his way down, and then. It seemed like his clothes were all ruffled up, like he had, they had been maybe going back and forth with each other, um, physically pulling or pushing. I don't know. Interesting. Not a, It was not a sneak attack. I'm just no. thinking out my uh, by myself. Yeah, and, and oh. I mean, you know that uh, it's being described as uh, there was an actual argument, verbal back and forth. Yes. 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 It all seems to point at that. Well, I'm not really sure if there is another, any other questions that I should that I could make that might help. But yeah, you and can. then and then you of course uh, call the police, correct? Yes. I mean, um, actually, we and somebody else. Yeah, go ahead. We Sorry. we uh, we were already, you know, in pursuit, and I was trying to save the man. I somebody else uh, went to the nearest call box when they saw what the two of us were up to. Um, some other one of the other fishermen, I, I think, or maybe it was somebody on the street called in the police. I guess. The where where did you out. lose the track of this uh, person that you were following? I uh, uh, the the other Thomas says um, I I chased him down. I'm I it was already it's late and it's getting cold. I couldn't really catch up to him effectively. Um, I chased him down, or really up uh, north into, into the Lower East Side, and, and I kind of lost him. Okay. I turned a couple streets, and I just couldn't keep up. I, I think he may have entered the, the subway, possibly. Okay, thank you. And the last question is, anyone else approached you besides any reporter? About this matter, somebody else has the tried police, to talk to you. Uh, the police talked to us both, uh, as well okay. as some of the other witnesses. But yeah, besides the reporters and the police and some nosy friends of mine and family members, uh, that's about it. Okay. Nobody, nobody out of the norm. All right. Kyle, could you repeat? Uh, I want to. Could, can you repeat the his the their name? Sorry. Um, yes, and they're also in. Their names can be found in the um, in the newspaper article about halfway. They're Thomas oh, Gregor sorry. and Phil Jones. That's okay. It's oh, Thomas Gregor and Phil Jones. Perfect. Thomas is the one that pursued, and Phil is the yeah. Phil is the, the one that found dived into the water. Yep. Perfect. I think I have everything I. Or, or actually, that's backwards. Thomas reading the thing. They had it right. You had it right. What you said was, yeah, Phil couldn't. Phil pulled him out of the water. Tom chased the guy. 
Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sounds okay. Good. There's also a German accent man hanging around the lobby of of the captain Douglas. Also, that is in Douglas's well, notes. From my side, that will be all, uh, Kyle. I mean, okay. after the a couple of drinks, maybe if they agree, I will take a picture of them. Otherwise, yeah. I I will leave. Well, they'll happily agree. They appreciated your your beverages and will have the drink with you and ask you about the expedition and make some small talk. But uh, for the most part, uneventful. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Eugene, you're hanging out at the boat. Um, after your experience with Henning, is there anything in particular you want to do there? Um, just so I don't, I don't know what exact task I got assigned by, um, yeah, you're, you're going over more inventory things. Um, so you're looking through right now, food is the big question mark. They're trying to get all the stuff in. Um, you probably come across the doctor actually while you're down there. He's overseeing a lot of the food prep. Um, you've just been asked to go through and make sure labels match match food items and so far you haven't found anything worthy of reporting okay yeah, so yeah i mean you'd be working through that i mean obviously uh, on his way out uh, as he finishes up what he's doing he's definitely gonna want to stop by more and really kind of talk up henning sure and uh, our hotel crew you're all rejoining your your friends Hubert, Daisy, Arthur, Evelyn. Uh, what sort of uh, conversations or what is your plan moving forward there? Got all these little notes. I'm personally yelling at Arthur. <laughs> For what? Why? What did I do? <laughs> I'm like, I know I shouldn't have gone on this trip. You suggested this. I'll grab your shoulders. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Okay. Daisy is okay. sort of what just showing. Find? What did you find? Showing everyone what she found. Oh, yeah. Showed, yeah. Especially the, the German le lunatic, the German accent to the lunatic. And there's a crumpled piece of paper. Phone, phone numbers. Oh. And Lexington's phone number. Oh, okay. Oh, Lexington's phone number. Yeah. It is interesting. I. You know, I do suspect that she might be tied into this somehow. Hmm, interesting. Well, I guess we'll know pretty soon that there's a sandy blonde German that German accented man that, that knocked off the captain. Yeah. Good lord. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess White's Grimer and Brewer, I guess somebody at some point should probably go down to the Purple Cup and see if they can figure out those guys are guys or girls or whoever they are yeah if you all head over you can probably catch uh or whoever wants to head over can head over and you'll probably catch tony there still hanging out with those other folks yeah well i'll do that <laughs> sure because of not? course yeah. i want a scotch <laughs> <laughs> not really so my scene but if everyone else is going i suppose i'll tag along <laughs> I need something light to calm my nerves after today. 
Scotch will do. I don't know about Scotch, but all right. (laughs) Eugene, at some point on the boat, you're winding down. Uh, Everybody's winding down for the day. Most of the crew have been there since before you were even awake. Um, You can feel like you've settled into the the food storage well enough, and you can have a word with Moore, who is not really interested in conversation, but say your piece to him. Dr. Moore, I, I just wanted to express some, uh, I, I met up with uh, Mr. Henning of the crew um, who showed me uh, his, uh, what he had procured for the uh, scientific exploits of the expedition. And um, sir, I, I must, um, I, I really have to commend him for his ability to secure such a high quality supplies um, in such a quantity and uh, at such such short notice. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that 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 his efforts were uh, noted um, to the extent that they could be. Sure, uh, Eugene, I appreciate that. We can, yeah, I'll make a note and make sure uh, he knows you appreciated his work. I know he gave us a little bit of trouble there for a second, but of these local folks they get uh they all know each other and i don't know i try to stay out of the the drama um yeah i appreciate that it's good to hear that you got all your equipment together yes sir i'm looking i'm looking more forward to it now um i'll leave you to your work i uh, I, do, I don't mean to disturb you at some point uh you know he'll he's happy to see you out and as you're walking out um, still a large amount of reporters for uh, probably two or three reporters, but they are not being let in anywhere near the dock space. Um, Henning will catch sight of you, Eugene, and say, "Hey, uh, Eugene, Eugene." Oh, Mister Henning, uh, what can I do for you? A couple of us are heading down. We're going to the Purple Cup tonight. If you want to join along, um, Mister Henning, I'm a. Uh, I, I, I must. I must admit, I uh, sell. Uh, they got, don't I think they part- got tea. Eugene, oh, you made friends. If you I don't, uh, uh, I'll, 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 I'll join you for 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 a cup of tea, sir. Miles is with him and says, "Yeah, well, Patrick Miles is one of the uh, one of the technicians that's been around the boat, and he's with him." And says, "Yeah, come on, Eugene. It'll be a good time." Oh. Okay. Uh, stressful I, enough the last couple of days. You no, know, I appreciate the invite, and and I think uh, I I would very much enjoy. I'll 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 come with you and avail myself of a cup of tea. Thank you so much. Sure. We'll walk you on over. We can finally uh, all be present here. Together. Purple cup. You'll find Tony's finished his his probably somewhat finishing his conversations. Eugene, out of out of his comfort zone, um, if you go up and ask the bartender for a cup of tea, Eugene, uh, he will make oh, yeah. a very funny face at you. Um, sir, excuse me. Uh, do you do you perhaps have a, a tea or or coffee? Uh, yeah, we uh, sure. And he'll uh, he'll disappear and. I'll say this one's on the house, and he's given you a mug with hot water. 
<laughs> Eugene, Eugene smiles and takes the mug of hot water, goes and joins Mr. Henning and uh, Mr. Miles. Uh, you're seeing your whole crew is starting. All the expeditioners are present now. Arthur, Daisy, Evelyn, Tony. I'll wake at Tony and say, hey, Bert. you got Lexington's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like... I got this Ah, chick's phone number. What's up? Yeah, what's up, man? (laughs) Gonna hit her up. Okay. Once once he shows me those notes, I will approach again my sailors, my favorite sailors, and ask them about those names. Uh, Wikes, Grimes, and Brewer. Hey, hey, buddy. By any chance, do you know any Wikes, Grimes, or Brewer? They're talking amongst themselves. I don't think so. Nobody on our, not a regular on the docks. Uh, names don't really. Yeah, bartender probably knows. Anyone wanna wanna? Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Anyone wanna try at the bartender asking for these guys? Hey, Evelyn, you're kind of charming. Maybe you should ask. <laughs> She's on the break <laughs> of a of no no. Leave her leave her alone. She's on the break of a. Breakdown. There was breakdown. No, she was laughing at our joke. I was. (laughs) You guys have me crying in my kitchen right now. I can't. So, uh, Evelyn, you're going for it? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, What am I doing? Bartender, he sees you. You came away from You're asking about Wikes, Grimes, and Brewer. Cool. Yeah, you walk up and you've just separated from Eugene and Arthur and such, and he says, uh, "Miss, you looking for a mug, uh, some some hot water, some tea?" I I was just wondering uh, uh, if I could chat with you real quick about some certain people that I've heard of in town. I am slightly drunk while having this conversation. Sure. Um, yeah, certain uh, people. I know people. It's. Have people. you ever heard of a a white What is it? White Grimes Brewer. Or brewer? Yep, that's the third. Um, uh, yeah, you know, it's, I don't know if you've heard, there's a expedition that's going on. Oh, really? To, to where? Uh, Antarctic. Oh, no, that's crazy. What? <laughs> and these, uh, and we've gotten a lot of new traffic. I see some familiar faces now. Um, we've gotten a lot of traffic. I There were three guys that were here the last couple days. Um, I, I think I remember a brewer. Uh, that, that, that sounds vaguely familiar. Interesting. Okay. Uh, a couple days ago, what were they up to? Just hanging out? Yeah, they had come off off work with the rest of the crew. It uh, they seemed to all know each other. Nice. Um, could I like? Does he have any more information? <laughs> hey, um, yeah, could hey, I do Evelyn. a psychology roll? Hey, Evelyn. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him what, uh, which crew there are. Oh, there are okay, okay. Crews on, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, which, which crews? That's those Starkweather folks, Starkweather more. Interesting, okay, okay. Um, 
Yeah, I Lexington's, figured. You talk, Lexington's crew does not. Brian. Yeah, Lox, Lexington's crew does not. Uh, uh, does party not come like, to the purple. Like we do. Arouse. They don't <laughs> yeah. party like we do, Kyle. Let's right. put it plain actually, and simple. They are actually working, not like us. They're right. prudes. That's what it is. Let's That's move what on. It is. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> um, can I do a psychology roll on him to see if he knows anything else? Sure. Huzzah! Extreme um, success. He seems like it's not that he's hiding anything from you, but um, he doesn't really know what you want to know about some of his bar patrons. Like he, he probably could dig up a word or two, but you know, it's they. He's they definitely came and they had drinks and that's, that's what he remembers. Does he know what like mood they were in? Like, were they having a good time? Was it a somber get together? They were busy, uh, pretty loud people, like the rest of the crew. Um, the crew, these expedition crews that come in, they, they're all, you know mm -hmm. busy days. They all know each other. They come, they relax. They seemed. Um, last time I saw them was uh, probably last night, uh, if I remember correctly. They were here last night. They uh, they met with some man. Uh, it seemed like they were in their own world for a bit there. Oh. Just a little less rowdy, uh, a little less party heavy. Do you know who the man was? I don't know. He was new. What did he look like? Eh, kind of old, bald, not really friendly looking. Like a lot of us gotcha. here is essentially what I'm saying. Psst, Evelyn. Oh. Evelyn. Yeah. <laughs> Tony just keeps leaning over my stomach. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's great. It's hilarious. Ask him to... <laughs> sorry, sorry about this. Ask him what? Hey, Ask him hey, what? No. Ask him to describe the people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ask, Ask all the Ask people? To describe, to describe them, sorry. Okay, or or okay. ask, or I'll, I'll lean over the other ear. Or um, or give you him your description of Captain Douglas and see if it's that guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to find a picture of Captain Douglas. He was like, just like old, he he looked like he ruled the world. He hated everyone. Yes. <laughs> We're over both that your shoulders. True. Hey, hey. Yes. Uh thank you. Oh yeah. Um was he did was he standing in front of a CBS chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't sound um, familiar. Was was I, uh, kind of like a, a longer face, pretty bushy eyebrows. Oh, I uh, remember the eyebrows. Bald, but like a little bit of hair, gray. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think he was wearing. What do you one mean? Well, his... yeah. <laughs> I remember he was actually wearing this one of his captain's hats. So I it's really him. A... Okay, cool. What about the other guys? Can you describe them, please? Oh, uh, they look like anybody here. They were rough around the edges. Look like. Workers. I, I think it was seen... the the three guys: Wilkes, Grimes, and the other guy, Bexer. Whatever. I'm sorry, okay. Brewster. Brewer. That's it. Brewer. Brewster. Yes, Brewster. Good lord. Okay. Any one so of your them... your play, you role playing well. <laughs> <laughs> Any one of them had a uh, blonde, sandy hair. Can you remember that? Mm, blondes. Mm, don't. Really take a good stock of my patrons' hair colors. Sort of out of 
It's out of the scope of my duties here. Um, Blonde Sandy, you got any other details? It was a large, he was German a large accent. guy. German oh, he, accent. And he, yeah, he had an accent. Oh, no Germans. We don't have, we, no, yeah, no accents. Unless you're talking a Jersey accent. No, it's pretty, uh, a lot of locals around here. Yeah, nobody too big. Uh, if I remember, they were all like standard kind of dock hands, ship hands. You want them to be able to fit in small spaces, you know? Somebody's got to get in the engine room. Thanks. Andy Hare, big, doesn't sound familiar. Boing. I think uh, everybody here, uh, I'm talking to the party now. I think we have uh, quite a good information. We can cross some people here. I mean, we definitely yeah. have to do, make some questions when we go to the go back to the vessel, but it's clear that this German guy that we are uh, trying to get to here, and I will talk to Eugene, right? Because he he was, Eugene, you are, you are the one that saw that German uh, guy with the note, correct? So I saw the guy with the blonde hair. I don't really know that he is, he has a, what, I don't, I don't, Kind of like there's there's not really like I, I think the father said there was a guy who was like that who had a an odd accent but I, I I wouldn't necessarily there's a reason to suspect it's the same person yes would I would suggest that you I would introduce you to the that Tom, Thomas uh, Sailor and see if you okay. can actually you know uh, you know cross reference some some information that's all I, I would I would suggest that to you Eugene. Sure, I, I would absolutely um, talk to the to the sailor and kind of describe the person that that I had encountered and and see if he was chasing the same person. Um, listening to the description, I don't know. The guy was was your guy real big, broad shoulders, built well. I don't think that is the note that I have. I think that he was he was rather rather slight. Looked like middle aged, maybe. I don't think that was I don't think that was the guy I saw either. I think I, I, this is kind of going back to notes that I have, but I'm pretty sure he was rather slight and rather young. Yeah, as a party scribe, your notes are serving you well. You would remember younger, slighter. But uh, even that was a bit of a third-party description that you got. You you didn't get a lot of good looks at the man. But yeah, you remember younger and slighter, not middle and larger. We did see the person who ran from the church who did yeah. have the blonde hair. Yes. It, and he didn't seem large. And he did seem young. He wasn't a big man. Yeah. Well, we, we have to find out who is this Gerald Breckman on this note. And Philippe is the brother, right? The brother of uh, Captain Douglas. Correct. Well, those are the people that we should interview, and uh, hopefully we can get a glimpse, a catch of Acacia, Lexington. We should... Uh, I don't believe we have too much time. We should... Uh, I think we should split again and see what we can do. 
meaning that on the you know before the vessel not on the on the session of course yeah i am saying this to everyone of course yeah um i mean you're you're getting into the you're you're pushing through 4 p.m and not yet 5 p.m so there's there's time in the day if anybody has any final goals or conversations that they want to have uh, before the end and then after that it'll be bedtime i think eugene would circle back up with henning and and just be like Miss, mr henning um i just wanted to um uh this is our previous conversation about um uh, if if you had any knowledge of a or 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 anybody you talked to had knowledge of a person who fit the description that that we had discussed earlier, I'm really interested in meeting this person, having a discussion with them. I uh, I appreciate what you're what you're asking for, Eugene, but to find one person in all of New York, I'm uh, I'll keep I'm I'm making sure the guys are keeping eyes out in case he shows up anywhere. So far, I don't. It's a little, little needle in a haystack, you know. Do you understand? I really appreciate it, Mr. Henning. Um, and and any information that you can provide is better than what I have, which is right now currently close to nothing. So, okay. um, again, uh, let me express my heartfelt um appreciation for your efforts and um. Uh, reiterate my uh, statement that uh, uh, you have co-authorship on any of my papers that I would publish <laughs> from this All right. uh, from this particular journey. Appreciate that. Eugene would extend his hand, which is, by the way, not something he usually does. Uh, and he'll he'll extend back, firm grip, calloused hands. Yeah, which would give Eugene basically the shivers, but he would try not to shiver. <laughs> nice. Um, Kyle, just to confirm, this number is GR7738. Is that a telephone number? Yes. Okay. Uh, at this time of, I mean, in 1933, was there like a published telephone books, you know, like... A, 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 uh, yes. Do you remember? All right, I will go to the phone booth and look for that uh, telephone booth and see if I can actually find the address of Gerald Brackman GR7738. Otherwise, I will call the operator and try to find that information. Sure. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Um, looking through a phone book um, takes some time to find an exact match to the phone number, but you have a name. Um, doesn't take long. There is a, uh, a Brackman and Associates law office in Manhattan. Law? A law firm? Yes, a law firm. Small law firm. Brackman and Associates. Interesting. I'll share that uh, discovery with my colleagues, of course. So what, why would Captain Douglas... Uh, you know, have a telephone number of a lawyer, maybe because of like any contract with the stock weather, some kind of, uh, you know, I'm just trying to, what do you think, guys? 
I'm going to read the letter again. Maybe. I mean, it could be a will. be holding papers. Didn't he mention something about his brother? In the beginning of the one letter, it talks about his he's make, he's sending some stuff over early and to hold yeah. on to it. So either his brother has it or he put it into the maybe the, the law firm is holding on to it. Yeah, I'm I'm reading the letter again. Yes. There's something there, of course. I'm I'm just reading a letter if anyone else wants wants yeah. to do something. No, that's those are good Sorry. thoughts. Um yeah, so Daisy, because as a player, I'm not going to make next time. I'm going to go to the bar and get just hammered on scotch. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, you'll need a break oh. tomorrow. It'd be like full on OOC tomorrow. So I go, I, dis- just I like, disappear for a oh, day. I'm and I'm like, so oh. hung. I'm like a full day hungover. <laughs> yeah. Is, is there anything, Arthur, that you would like us to pursue since you're not going to be here? I mean, something that you would like to Nope, just go ahead and pursue just... all those clues. It's, that's good to me. Yeah, of course. Makes sense, Daisy. Anything you want to follow up on today while while you're still awake? Well, somebody has to talk and find this Wax Grimes and Brewer and see why he would meet them. Uh, yeah, they're probably on the expedition, so they're probably on the boat. Yes, that that those are are going to be easy to find. We have to think on an approach on this Brackman Law Firm. We should also interview Philip, and uh, I will see if I can. I mean, I'll call my editor last time, you know, last uh, to see if there was any answer from Acacia. To see if we we can check yeah. that. Can I can I call him this, to see if there was any? Absolutely. Any contact from her? Yeah, I'll, I'll he'll tell him. you that uh, that after. I, I spoke to Lexington's people. The expedition, they're apparently in a rush. They think that if you want to, they think they could schedule something, um, a quick interview at their boat um, at the Tallahassee. It wouldn't be until uh, the 8th, it looks like. The 8th, but we are sitting on the 7th, correct? Uh, the 9th. Oh, perfect. Okay. Got it. Confirmed. Well, I'll go. Okay. Then I'll, I'll, I'll give you a more formal. Along. Yeah. Excellent. So that's something we can cross from the list. Yep. Okay. So we have the, the Brackman firm, uh, the brother, Philip, and these three sailors. And at some point, we will have to confront Starkweather as a group, I believe. Yeah, Makes sense to me. Whatever he sent ahead, which is either with his brother or with the attorneys. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Uh, heading back then to the uh, the hotel. It's it's still pretty busy. Um, I mean, there's still a couple of reporters hanging around at different times of the day, but you can all kind of evade them more or less. And they seems to have seem to have mostly gotten bored with the expedition crew. Nobody knows much except for you guys, but you've been gone all day, so pretty uneventful for the reporters. Um, you're looking ahead to the following day. Uh, in the night, after you're fed, um, resting, uh, make a uh, Eugene and Hubert. Can you make me listen rolls? 
I can try. No. It's a 30 against 20. 30 against 20. Not a success. Not a success. Sorry, Kyle. Is that a roll for everybody or no? Uh, no, no, you're good. Just those two. Cool. Um, Thank you, you. You relax and find a peaceful sleep. And in the morning... Well, that's not good. <laughs> in the morning, uh, Eugene, there is a uh, piece of paper on, uh, under your door. A letter. You want to read that for us? Dear... Uh, Dear Blank. You must listen to this warning. There will be no others. After this, only action remains. I do not expect any of you to understand my reasons, but all that is necessary is that you act. Consider this a threat, if you like. Most earnest threat. Expedition must not sail south. Captain Douglas was only the first to die. If you persist in your brave, blind hopes, you will all perish. Only those who turn back are safe. I hope you will be among them. The dead lie peacefully within their secrets. They're the only ones who are beyond pain. Nothing awaits upon the ice but suffering and a bitter ending that I will do anything to help you avoid. Yes, help. Even death is a blessing compared to what lies in wait. Suppose you will blame me for everything. Don't mind, even though it's not true. Forces at work here that you do not understand, and I have be content with that. The deadliest sin sometimes is in the understanding, and the most damned are those who explain. Please, I urge you, turn away. All the others, for your own sake, all of us, turn back while you can. There's nothing more I dare say. Most sincerely better friend than you will ever know that's where we will leave off for tonight so conspiracy theory oh yeah i i think that grimes or one of those three people are giving us these letters to for some reason to like and also killed off the captain whoever is sending these letters also killed off the captain um to try to stop us uh, Kyle, do we know what happened to Danforth? Ooh, um, that's a good question. You know he went kind of crazy. Um, Gavin, don't know beyond that, uh, but it seems it's a question to ask. There, there are probably people who do know. Okay, okay, we, but we don't. We he didn't die. He he he, he or he didn't. We we don't have evidence that he died. Uh. We don't have evidence that he became a functioning member of society and a senator. Right, you don't have that. Uh, All you know is that he returned. He did return from the trip with a big crew, and supposedly was crazy. I'm sorry, who returned? Danforth. 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 Okay, got it. Sorry. Danforth, and he he wasn't one of the ones I spoke to at the theater, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. The only people at the theater were McTighe, the radio man, and uh, and Pavity, right? Yeah, Pavity, the drill, drill technician, professor. Right. 
Well, well done, guys. You All navigated right. some police stuff well, and Dane took yeah. a spot in the hotel. A lot of a lot of things discovered. It was a great great session, everyone. Yeah, that was a good session. Yeah, that was awesome. Great I, so. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Mountains of Madness. Credit where credit's due. Much love and thanks to Chaosium for the fulfilling system and amazing story. Thanks to my hilarious and talented players who drive this story every week. Thanks to Epidemic Sound and Sirenscape for providing much of the beautiful soundscapes I work with. And much love and thanks to you, listener. Do you feel the call to adventure? Join us every Friday for this podcast or at mom.beyond on Instagram. This journey will tear your heart out. You've been warned.